Blog Talk Radio. One of the highlights of the Todd Healing Tour for me, Healing Part 3. I was kind of shocked that it turned into a big dance song. Never would have guessed that, but it was awesome. The crowd loved that one. And they love lots of others. We'll be talking about that tonight, the Todd Healing Post Show. Me and Cruiser Mel. What's up, Cruiser? Yes, sir. I'm here. Got my voice back a little bit. A little bit. Last show. We haven't been on the air for almost two weeks, Doug. <sighs> we did our listeners wrong, but I think most of them, you know, were kind of at the shows, yeah, or watching a pay-per-view, yeah, correct. Because of course the Kessick was done on pay-per-view live. We're going to talk about that and the remix in the future that's coming up, and all that good stuff. Are you into the chat room, Cruiser Mel? Yes, sir. All right. You're not. Give me no. some grief. All right. Well, if anybody has problems, I'm on my cell phone, so if I have sound issues, just alert me in the chat room, Cruiser Mel. You might have to tell me because I'm still not seeing the chat room. Oh, okay. we got some callers already on hold. You're going to have to wait. We've got some announcements, of course. But we're looking forward to talking to you. We want to talk to people tonight that were at the shows. We want your opinion. If you watch the pay-per-view, whatever you want to talk about concerning the Todd Healing Tour, tonight is the night. So, Cruiser Mail, let's get started. Let's do some announcements real quick. Excuse okay. Me. We'll try to get through the news as quickly as possible because I know everybody wants to talk about the tour. But, uh, as you know, this was not the end of the road for Mr. Rundgren. He's got some more tour dates coming up starting this weekend. He's going down under. He's going to be in New Zealand for a few days. And then in the early October, he's going to be in Australia and then Japan. And then by late October, he's going to be in Indiana, being a guest professor at Indiana University. But you can find out all this at the RundgrenRadio.com tour page or all of your usual resources where you go for that. Sure. Also, also in January, there's that record fantasy thing in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also, you know, Todd's going to do a guest lecture at michellesartistvortex.com, our new business. That's right. So he's got a lot of stuff going on in Vegas. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. The uh, big announcement about Todd being a two-week professor at Indiana University is out in the news. You can look that up, no problem. The tours that we're talking about, though, we just discussed, that is not the Todd Healing shows. Those are Todd Runger and Johnson shows, so don't get confused. That is uh, what he's going to be doing over in New Zealand and Japan and Australia and Vegas. Well, nothing wrong. So we don't feel changed those, anything. Those are great. No, those shows were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I got some tour dates for Kazim Sultan, if you don't mind us bringing that up. He's going to be kind of busy in October. I know that some some word got out that October second he's performing with a super group uh, at some place called Showcase Live. I have no location on that. 
I would assume it's somewhere, New York, New Jersey, something like that. Keep your ears peeled for later news on that. Uh, of course, October 23rd, he's going to do that Animal Adoption and Resource Center benefit in Missouri at Joplin. So you can get tickets for that at JoplinHumane.org. Mark Wooden's deal, yeah. Right, exactly. And then hot off the presses, October 30th, he's going to be in Hoboken, New Jersey at Maxwell's, and he's going to be doing a solo gig there. And you can find out out all the information at MaxwellsNJ.com, as in NewJersey.com. Oh, someone's telling me Showcase Live is in Massachusetts. Thank you very much. All right. And you want to talk about the CD cover for Chasm? Let's do it. Mosaic. Tell us about it, Doug. (laughs) All right. Still trying to get in the chat room. All right, so if you're not in the loop, Chasm's next album, or CD, or whatever you call them these days, the cover is going to be pictures of you, the fans, with Chasm or with your friend. One or two people is the max in your photo, and it will be a bunch of small photos that uh, become a large photo of Chasm's face, mosaic style. How cool is that? And and the rule is, is it can be a picture of you or your dog or your boat or whatever, or it can be a picture of you and Chasm. But it yep. can't. It cannot be two people and chasm. That just isn't fair. Right, right. Yeah. That would and, kind of mess it up. Yeah, and so you you um, can submit that to chasmsultan. dot com slash the project, and there's information there. It's fifty dollars. You get a CD. You get a poster of the mosaic. Uh, oh, and oh, oh, you get entered for a chance to win a house concert performed by Chasm. Yeah, oh, free. Cool. Yeah. Let's see. How about that? So we got uh, Paul Myers' books coming out in October. That's right around the corner. You can order it on Amazon.com. It's uh, going to be good from what I hear. Uh, Chris Hefting got an early release. He'll be interviewing Paul at some point. He said it was really good. This, of course, is the Wizard True Star book that uh, is about Todd's producing and recording. It's more on the technical music side, I think then uh, it's not really a autobiography or anything like that, or biography. It is a book about recording and producing. Right, right. And Paul interviewed just about everybody under the sun. He what? He interviewed just about everybody under the sun that's been associated with Todd. Good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we need to, to pimp some, some stuff, some gear. All right. Uh Namely, the Toddstock DVD. Yeah. If you did not order yours, it's not too late. You can go to the Todd store and get your copy, and it's really, nice. really wonderful. Beautiful cover done by Bricker. Yep, Ed Victor and Bill Chapman, nice work. Yeah, I'm yeah, watching a little bit of that today. Bricker did the cover art on it, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Looks phenomenal. And if you want yeah. an official movie poster, you can go to groupiegear.com, and she's got those there, $20, free shipping for right now. So, yeah. so definitely get a copy of it. It's awesome looking. Quentin Ensor did the art, and um, it's really, really pretty. It's going to look great all framed. Those are big posters. They're real movie posters, and they're very limited. So I would get one if you're interested in that before it's too late. If you're not oh, yeah. interested, don't worry about it. <laughs> 
But we'll be talking about the movie some because we're going to go through each each show. And, of course, the Muskegon gig included the Todd's Talk movie premiere, which was great. And we'll get into that soon. We've got a lot of callers, so hopefully we'll get to it anyway. Before we do that, um, let me mention a couple things, and we're going to start taking calls already. Uh, pay-per-view, Chris Anderson has told me he is going to remix that. He said it was a, a bear to do live for some reason. Um I think he's going to do that today. I don't know. As soon as we know, we'll start spreading the word, but you will get a remix of that, so it'll, the sound will be uh, better for everybody. And it's also going to get in sync on the interview part. I think they're a little bit off, like watching a uh, kung fu movie, you know, from China. <laughs> yeah, so that's coming up. So hang tight. you got the pay-per-view. You get to watch it for a long time anyway. Um but that's going to be improved, which is good news. Yes. And if you just can't wait for the remix, you can go tonight. Pay nineteen ninety five at com and go ahead and watch it. It's actually worth yeah, watching. It's, uh, it's just the first few songs that are kind of a, a, a little bit of a mess. but uh, Yeah, you get to watch it for, what, 30 days? Till I think, October 14th or 15th, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, so if you buy it now and watch it, you can see the the version that's not so great, and you're going to see the one that's going to be really great. Because <laughs> Chris will do a nice job mixing it, we know that. It's just he end up having to go out of town. He said Tuesday, which but he told me that today, which I'm assuming is today, but it could be next Tuesday, but I kind of doubt it, because originally he said it would be as early as Monday. So anyway, we're expecting it today sometime, and we'll get the word out, and, uh, you know, in the usual places. want to wish a happy birthday to Willie Wilcox. Member Yay! of Utopia. Yeah, happy birthday, Willie Wilcox. Today is the day. Today is the day. That's one thing. That Todd's uh, movie made me miss Arena. I'm sorry, you cut out. Made you miss what? Arena. The Arena tour bit. was fun. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. All right, so last but not least, before we start taking calls and getting into this tour, let's thank a few people. We had our resident Rungren Radio photographers around. They've already been sharing some pictures, and then some other folks did as well. Of course, those photographers for us are Jim Snyder, Chuck Madden, and Dan Higgins. Danny O'Connor's taking some good ones. Uh, Lisa Osta, I don't know if you've seen her. They're really good. Joan Carlson, Whitney Burr. Good photos out there of this tour, and they were some really great-looking outfits, and there weren't as many, so it was easier to get pictures of all of them. Really like the first one Todd comes out in and uh, puts his back to us and points. It's really was a great start to that show. Uh, and, yeah, it was uh, – got to have a sip of water. These shows are really wonderful. We've got really good feedback from people, including number one, number two, number three in their careers of seeing Todd for 30 years. It's, it ranks way up there based on what we've been told. The Ticketmaster reviews, uh, they actually have a review page, and, and they've been very good except for a couple, and those were people that had no idea what they were getting into and thought that Todd was going to play the hits. Despite the fact that Ticket Stub says, <laughs> and the ad said it was an album show. But what right. But you'll notice that the reviews that are negative are not people that came in there expecting to see those two albums. That's the problem. Yeah. But we are honest, and we try to tell people, so, you know. We couldn't do it on the billboard because you, you got to have billboards have to be quick, fast, and uh, easy to read, so we couldn't detail it on that. But uh, 
we had billboards in Muskegon and Grand Rapids for that show. But anyway, we've got a lot of callers cruising out, and I'm sure, you know, we could ramble on for the whole two hours about how much we love this show, but let's get some feedback from other people. Bricker will be calling in. I'm not sure what his number is, so we'll get to him when we get to him. He's going to talk about the paper that we did. The If you were in Akron, um, uh, before the Encore, everybody, for the most part, had a piece of paper stuck to the back of the chair in front of them, and it had instructions to hold it up at a certain time. And then when it did, uh, they took some pictures of it. And it was supposed to be um, Utopia Eye Triangle deal and then Todd up in the balcony. But Bill will break that down better for us. And apparently you can buy it. I'm not really sure what the deal is on that. But um, we'll see you eventually. 423, you're with us. Hey. Just call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Doug and Mel. Who what is this? Who we got? Well, this is Rick Yarbrough from Tennessee. Rick, the NASCAR fan. <laughs> What's yeah, happening? Hey, Mel. Hey, Doug. Hi, how are you? I just, I just, uh, just was blown away with how well you did everything in Akron. It was one of the most wonderful weekends of my life. Uh, I'm real jealous of everybody uh, on the Golden Goose bus, uh, but appreciate everybody sharing all the pictures. So it felt like I was there a little bit, and I uh, wish I could have seen more of the shows. But uh, I'm not going to ramble on much longer. just wanted to thank you guys. I cannot believe how well the party came off and, of course, the Chasm show the next day and just everything, and just thank you guys. Love Run the Radio. That? Thanks. Was that your first? Did you go last year? Yeah, I was, I was at A-Watch. Yes, I was, but I wasn't at the party last year. Oh, so, yeah. So I was, well, a hell of a party, uh, man. We had, we had some help from uh, James Van Wert, Mark Colarossi, and, of course, yeah, Dr. Toons. They did yeah, a great see, job. Toons and I, I hadn't seen him. See, I lived in San Antonio, Texas, and he knew my son Todd from the time Todd was born until he was five. And then when I moved to Tennessee, me and Jim lost contact. And then we hmm. got contact one time when I first moved back in 90, and we found each other on Facebook, and then saw him for the first time since 1990 in Akron this year. So that was a real special. And, of course, they Mott, too. I had not seen Mott in 20-some years. Hey, Mott. And uh, <laughs> it, it was a real spe- – you just can't believe. And, of course, in meeting so many people from Facebook, and it's been great. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, guys. All right. Yeah, I'm thanks, gonna call, man. thanks for the call, and, Rick. Uh, me another cocktail and listen and enjoy everybody's version of what happened. Well, it was good to share it. Hey, I'll give you. Hey, Doug, I'm gonna give you a call because I'll be down Talladega Halloween weekend. All right, man, give me a shout. Yeah, I will. That's Doug's birthday Thanks. weekend. He may be drunk. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Enough of that talk good. already. All right. All right, Rick. Thanks, Bye. man. Peace. All right. See, that's one of the cool things, Mel, about these parties. It's, it's um, you've got several different groups and it's not cliques they're just different groups for different reasons you know these people that reunite they haven't seen each other in decades that probably know each other a lot of them from the Todd connection you know being Todd fans and then you've got the newer people who are just meeting the older people and newer people then you got the people that have been around forever but had no idea who each other uh, you know was until things like Facebook and MySpace and Todd Stock 
and it's really a, a big bonus of that party is is having everybody, you know, reunited. And and Todd's used the term tradition. It's two years, so it's annual so far. You know, I don't know what the future holds, but that was one hell of a party and some good cake, and everybody got a piece this year. I did. I was so excited. Someone said I, it looked like I was really putting my everything into carving that cake. Well, it was just because I knew this <laughs> time I was going to get a piece. There you go. We know the uh, the chocolate one, the Rungan Radio one, turned my teeth black, but uh, there's probably some funny pictures out there. Well, the blue but one the, turned uh, everybody's teeth blue. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. In fact, I, I that said was a big old myself, cake. I told I told myself the other day. I said I need to talk to you about icing colors next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's stick with white. Well, you know, if you weren't there. We had three cakes. We had a Rungan Radio logo. This time we did the uh, black logo like it's on the website now. Last year we had white cake. And then we had a gigantic uh, cadasis that's the uh, blue one with the music note in it that was on the Healer T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was gargantuous, huge piece, huge cake. And then we had the poster that was inside, both sides of it, that was inside the Todd album. And... Unfortunately, when she brought it over, it shifted a little bit. It was perfect, so there was a little bit of a split. But, you know, that's kind of how posters are, too, when you fold them. But it looked great. It was I mean, you could read the names and everything. It was fantastic. And they were great cakes, and everybody, I think, enjoyed them. I hope so, anyway. And I thought that this, it was a big success. And um, since we're talking to people that might not have been there, also, this is your first time listening to this show. You saw our Rungan Radio, our... our um, web address on your ticket stub or something. This is not a normal show. We typically interview people that are associated with Todd. Sometimes we do special shows like this where we talk about a tour or something else. So this is a little bit unique. So check with us. We're going to have, eventually, um, we're going to have Dirk on, who was the choir master for this tour. Uh, we'll have the band on, probably some of those folks. Um, maybe Todd again. We, we've got, so we've already talked to some people that were in the choir. We'll keep talking about the tour and things. And, and then we also have a guy... Cruiser Mail, tell us the guest you landed from uh, Splendor. Oh, yeah, Wayman Boone. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, we're going to have him. I'm going to see if he can be on in a couple of weeks, so that should be cool. Very good. All right, let's go to our next caller. If I can... Rick or said he's 434. Okay, all right. Well, let's let's just go ahead and let Ricker um, get his information out, because I know he's jump, chomping at the bit. <laughs> chomp, chomp, chomp. Hey, hey Alex. What's happening? I'm chomping. I'm I'm um, getting split five billion different ways because I've been watching the Todd Stock video, listening to your show. I'm working on um, getting everything ready for the Akron Fan Flash picture extravaganza through Goopy Gear. So I'm I'm a little frantic, but I just to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> after the after the tour week, I did the first show and the last show, and um, wow, you guys, um, I don't know. <laughs> I had this I had this like super epiphanal moment with Michelle. We had breakfast. You know, you were there with um, yeah. Deb and and um, we had breakfast, and I just went when I went to hug her goodbye. I ended up I just like these words just spilled out of my mouth. I whispered to her that. Todd saved my life when I was 16 years old, and now, with everything that's going on with the shirt and everything, it just it heals my soul in a way that I just. And then from that moment, 
I never realized it. I didn't know why I had come to Morristown. I knew why. I wanted to see you guys. I wanted to see the show. I wanted to put closure to it. I wanted to get a check, you know, all those different things. But as soon as I said that to her, it's like this peace just has reigned in my life. And, I, and it's, it's not like there's not crazy things going on around it. It's not like everything's perfect. But I knew why I came, and I knew I had to say it to her. I could never say it to Todd. And um, this whole thing is just, it weirds me out. I, I sound like some sort of strange cult, you know, <laughs> moony um, freakazoid when I start talking about it. So um, enough of that. <laughs> what do you want to know no, about? Good. What can I tell you about uh, the fan flash? Not the flash thing. How did did it what, look from above? Um, the there were two. It, it comes out in two shots because it, we had the idea from the beginning to have a camera rigged uh, in the um, from the stage, and um, when and they actually hoisted Danny Higgins up. He had to be hoisted up to the top of the stage to get the camera set and get the remote set. And because of the way the light rigging was, he could only either shoot the balcony or shoot the lower um, the orchestra from the rigged camera. So he chose the orchestra for the, for the mounted camera. And then he took free shots uh, from as high as he could get on the stage looking back towards the balcony. So we've got one of each to get the full effect. And um, I've been saying it's like it's just like Utopia. You have to know what you're looking for in order to see it. But I did some work with it today to show how you can overlay the design, and it really shows. It, it looks cool. It just looks cool, and that's what Todd said. I asked him after Morristown. He said, and he came out like many people. And I thought, well, wait, is he supposed to read every you know something on the actual piece of paper? And then, then he like had to step back and look at it and take it all in and realize that the whole thing was this big, this big uh, surprise for him. And uh, someone caught it, all of it on on YouTube. It's a, just a really oh. cool. Um, yeah, if you just go and type in Sons of 1984 uh, on YouTube, um, they don't they don't have the camera on him when he came out. They like they're panning across the audience. And you get his, mm-hmm. his reaction, which is he comes out and he says, what's all this about? And then, <laughs> oh, that's sweet. So um, uh, that, that just was, was the moment um, of moments for me. To, to, and so many people worked on it to make it happen. Like 15 people us were taping for taping all those things to the sea trip. Two hours, two and a half, three hours. <laughs> yeah, I know Tim Snyder told me it's hard work. Well, now exactly what was it supposed to be? Tell everybody uh, um, okay. what it was. In the, in the balcony. Okay, in the, and the, the story of this, and some people have heard it already. I'm sorry, it's getting boring now, but I didn't know which way it was going to go. Whether it would say Todd down below and the eye up above, or say Todd and healing. You know, somebody said it should say I should I I am Toticus or we are Toticus. But then we decided that, well, that not too many people knew what that meant. So um, I got closer and closer. I actually sent the papers to press. It said print 900 of each color, and there's a magenta and a teal and white. I still didn't know what the design was. Thursday, I finally <laughs> nailed it down to say, okay, the balcony angles up more, so I put Todd in the balcony. And then below, it's the circle, well, pyramid, spheres, and obelisks. So it's a circle with a square and a triangle. It looks kind of like the Illuminati or something, and the Utopia Eye in the middle. 
Mm-hmm. And I never knew where my seat was because I went with some friends from New Jersey, and uh, they said, sit with us. I said, okay. I didn't think about it again. Um, finalized the design. We're putting it around. I didn't know where my seat was until I came in. So I'm walking down through the doors, and I can see all the colored papers from the back. And I was really kind of glad that no one could, you couldn't really tell what the design was in that in that frame because I was always I was paranoid about Todd figuring this out, and he apparently never never caught on at all. So uh, orchestra, row Q, seat one, and I got to my seat. I was right dead center in the middle of the eye, and <laughs> it it really it was this whole thing is freaking me out. I'm wondering when the giant 16 ton wave is going to fall on on top of it, but. Um, that was just such, you know, and it took every fan to do it. Everybody had to put up their paper at the right time, had to hold it, have faith in it. So it was kind of, you know, a lot of organization and a lot of planning, but also just this last moment of what the hell is it going to work? So, um, yeah, I, I think it did, and I think people are going to be real happy with the pictures. And now, gear, people can buy these gear, pictures or something? What's the deal yeah, we're going to make them available with from Groupie Gear. Um, there's going to be, you know, 8x10s of the two main shots and a couple of breakdowns if you want to buy um, Dan Higgins' best of Dan Higgins shots of Todd and, and the band. Um, uh-huh. So we'll bundle those together, and we're still finalizing the pricing. And yeah, But Groupie Gear is going is to handle all that and the yeah. Toddicus posters because Todd licensed – the design for the shirt, and mm-hmm. uh, what I've heard on that is that the, all of them they made sold out, and they're reprinting more for Todd's store. And I don't know, yeah, I don't know exactly how many that is, but it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think they had a few girls' shirts left in uh, um, the last gig. I think they got rid of those. So I think they sold all of them. That's really yeah, good to hear. Good news. Yeah, it's everything. Every that's good for everybody. It's a win-win for everybody, and. Um, but I went ahead and made posters, so I've handled the posters, and I'm going to send pretty much send them all to to carry Groupie Gear, um, mm-hmm. and that'll be part of the bundle. Um, mm-hmm. And then hopefully, like in the, you know tomorrow, we're, we'll, we'll finalize at least what the pre-order package is. And, uh, oh, lots of noise! So is this the the um, to purchase them? I mean, can do you have to purchase them to see them? Well, you can see, or you can already see the low-res versions. They're like floating around already. They've been on my 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 page, and we'll have previews available through Goopy Gear site too, um, so you can get a sense of of what you're getting. But to get the photographs, um, I mean, they'll be their their professional grade, glossy, real, um, total clarity shots. That mm-hmm. uh, and we'll we'll do it that way as long as we can. I suppose eventually. Some higher res versions will, will leak out, but um, uh, it costs it costs more than I expected to <laughs> get it all printed and get the tape and and uh, arrange everything. So um, so I want to at least cover some costs that way, and of course Danny's time because he's taking some fantastic shots. Um, yeah, it's really good. Really yeah, good. Okay, that'll be a cool momento. And all right. So we'll yeah. have, they'll come to the other thing you'll get when you when you order them that really won't be available any other way is a schematic that shows the actual seating layout because I I mapped every single seat um, to make sure that 
the colors were distributed evenly so that it wasn't like this whole section was blue. So there's blues and reds all the way throughout the, um, the venue. And you'll get a schematic that, that shows you'll be able, if you have your ticket stub, you'll be able to figure out and, and what triangulate from your seat and into the picture and hopefully pick out, you know, which pixel each particular person was. So, yeah, huh. I'm really pleased with it. So, and thanks cool. again to you guys. I'm going to, you know, stop hogging your show again <laughs> and let you go and just say again, <laughs> thanks for everything. It started, it started with you said, you know, hey, let's do an ad for Akron. And and I was like, how the hell am I supposed to do something that represents Todd and healing? And somehow Toddicus did it. It worked. It just came out of nowhere, huh? It just, it, it really, I kind of in a certain way dreamed it 30 years ago, but it, it manifested in a way what with the piano keys and the, um, and the caduceus and the DNA, just, it all, it's just kind of, it's a life of its own. And, uh, yeah. And so thanks for, thanks for the challenge. And, um, I can, only good things can happen after this. I just can't believe we've had another Todd stock and then we had a watch and now we've got Todd and healing. And <laughs> I, you know, Crazy, I always only want to, it's, it is absolutely fantastic. So thanks to, to yeah. both of you for all the work that you do to make it happen. Sure, man. Thanks for participating and adding some stuff to it. We love the people, love the cutouts. You know, I know people know you did the cutouts for Todd. (laughs) They were awesome. That started started with, I almost said in jest to Barb Barnes, who's now famous, the famous Barb Barnes. Who is that? Barb Barnes, you don't know? So um, I almost said as a joke to her, well, she can't go. Well, I'm going to, you know, make a blow up of you and take it. And then it's like she was like, she didn't believe me. So I did it. I started working on it. And I thought, well, Todd doesn't do the parties either. So, mm-hmm. okay. So then it couldn't be just one Todd because it's healing and, and, and Todd. So, mm-hmm. um, I think Kathy Lee got the, um, and she ended up with it. She gave me the picture, the high res picture of Venus de Rundgren or Todd de Milo. And she ended mm-hmm. up taking, uh, taking that one home. So I thought that was, <laughs> that was fitting. And it got, and, and that they got on the bus, they got on, you know, it was a last-minute thing. It was so much of this wasn't planned. It's just a notion. I started cutting them out, and I did the blow-ups, and I put them out there, and then everybody's loving it. And then I said, well, you know, it needs to go. Todd needs to go on the on the Golden Goose. Yeah, they went on the Golden uh, Goose. We haven't even talked about that yet. We've got to talk about that some tonight probably. Um, maybe somebody yeah, else and can then, talk about the life of the Todds. And, and um, so, so much, so much fun. And I can't remember who got – the other, the other Todd, um, the, mm. uh, the Luke Skywalker-looking Todd. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's what he looked like. I mean, that's, he cut his hair short, and he, uh, you know, it's just brown, and it's the good Todd and the bad Todd, and I don't know which is which. Yeah, somebody sent a really beautiful piece of woodwork that had a picture of Todd in it from back to the bars with the purple uh, kimono on, and it was... Yeah, that was uh, a that's Gene, Gene Zapp, Zapp, yeah. That yeah. was great. We had that for the Akron. I mean, a lot of people pitched in. I mean, you look at, you know, the tabletop displays were phenomenal this year. And, uh, you know, Mark Wooden headed up an auction to uh, help out with the scholarship, which, by the way, Roy Swanson won the uh, Fantasy Camp Scholarship, if you didn't know. Who was it? And it Who was it? Roy Swanson. Roy Swanson, and okay. Roy Swanson. And so um, I think we're going to be able to get him in for a day. We, gotta, we haven't really got to that part yet, but uh, we're working on it. 
And um, the, the tabletop displays were really good. I think most of them were sold if people were willing to do that uh, on an auction, and we raised a pretty good bit of money for that. And um, No, I didn't even walk around and look at very many of them. I think I saw the Drunken Blue Rooster and Shine and maybe one or two others. I, I, I wish I'd seen them all. I don't know yeah, well, I yeah, there's pictures of them. You can see pictures, pictures are everywhere. Facebook yeah. after event is really well represented, and I'm glad it is because I I foolishly didn't have anybody. I had nobody set up to for be relief um, for attending my table, and actually Grady jumped in and did it. I didn't realize how early everybody showed up. I was thinking, mm-hmm. okay, seven people are going to show up at seven, eight, or whatever. And I was at dinner, and Grady called me and said, uh, well, Bill, there are people here. I'm just going to stand by your table and make sure they don't take anything. And I said, well, it's, it's up to you. The cash box is under the table. If you he ended up working it for like 45 minutes until I could get there. Oh, uh, really? Bless his soul. And uh, he yeah. is now the proud owner of the Todd blow-up, the Todd poster blow-up. Big Todd. Behind... No, yeah. no. Toddicus right. went to no. Charlie Joyce, okay. and then there was the Todd post, the poster from Todd. His oh, face okay. was okay. on your table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I did eight yeah. of, of each of those. And mm-hmm. I'm already thinking about next year, man. I've got <laughs> so as soon as you as soon as you know what it's gonna be, let me know because 'cause I've got all kinds of uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey Bill, you think it's okay? Can we can we take a week off or so? Just not yeah. think about it. Yeah. yeah. Some people think yeah. it's over, but we'll talk about I that. I wish I could turn my brain off. I can't. I'm already thinking about how to do it. Next oh, year. Lord. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, we had the Ustream, too. I think, I don't know if you can see some of those, uh, you know, Mary J and, um, uh, uh, is it Don or Dan? Dan, I think. Dan, Dan. did the um, uh-huh. Ustream. Uh-huh. I always get confused for some reason on that one. I shouldn't, but, um, and it, it worked out real well. You can see the party on it. I mean, just so many people pitching in and doing things. And even down the road, we've got some cool stuff to talk about, some pictures. I do think we should probably do the photo bucket deal. I wasn't having much luck with Akron, so I haven't followed up on it. But I would like to have a place. You know, Facebook, it gets buried eventually. Um, you know, photo bucket. Yeah, and you have to have the friends. Friend. You have to friend the right person yeah. and, and get the access. Mm-hmm. And, so, and they're not uh, all combined in one place. Yeah. So maybe the best of that you have, like your top 15 or something, we could put on a photo bucket page. I'll get to work on that soon. And um, then we'll have a permanent record and a place for people to go to rem- and remember the, the shows. So, yeah. Yeah, and we'll put, we'll put um, I'm sure, you know, Dan has been pretty free with his, you know, regular res versions of the, of the shots. Uh, just want people, people to be able to check it out and, and see what they're going to get. And then, um, you know, just represent the whole tour. Yeah. And but I I I've really I've I've friended so many more people on Facebook now it's getting harder and harder to keep up with everybody's I mean you go to the party and you say hi and you talk to somebody and you get back home and you look at the like on Facebook and you go, Oh, that's that was that Chuck, you know, and it was that <laughs> <laughs> you know, Marilyn and oh, you know, it's like um uh, but it's um the world is like expanding and shrinking at the same time. With all with all the activities, really excellent. It definitely helps to, for the face in the face of the name. No doubt about it. All right, man. Well, that's good stuff. I'm going. All right, good talking to you guys. I'm gonna jump off and 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 lurk for a little while. Okay. All right, don't drink coffee we'll for a while. Here. All right. <laughs> Night. All right. See you. <laughs>
Sounds like from Dan Higgins, he takes great shots. Oh, he really does. Lots to look into that. I haven't seen it on Groupie Gear yet. I, I wasn't sure if they were saying it was ready or wasn't. Um, but anyway, that's uh, that's a scoop on what it was supposed to be. Now, it was Rick um, 386 or is 386 somebody else? No, no. Rick was 423. All right. 386, you're with us. Hey, Keith here. Hey. Hey, how are you? Oh, great. How are you guys doing? All recording well. from the, the weekend? Barely. Yeah. Well, the week, should I say? Uh, first of all, I wanted to say a huge thank you to you, both of you, for a fantastic time. Uh, it was double, if not triple, the amazement of the first, uh, the AWATS in Akron. And, wow. Uh, I want to say a, a huge shout-out to a bunch of people. Bill, of course. Bricka was great. Ed Victor. Jill for the Golden Goose thing, even though I didn't go on it. I wish I could have. Um, you know, Dan, I, I mean, and the whole thing of meeting all the people that I saw last year at AWATS in Akron as an acquaintance that this year became thanks to Facebook, a friend. I mean, that was a big part of it. I mean, there were people, uh, Mindy and, and a bunch of other people that I, I knew last year but didn't know made a big mm-hmm. difference this year. And, and it was just uh, me doing the tabletop this, this year. It was something beyond belief. Which table topper was yours? Uh, everybody's going to heaven, King Kong, every day. And, and there's a funny <laughs> story with that. I made probably one of the puniest little table toppers of anybody. I put in a lot of effort into it. I spent a bunch of money into it and thought, oh, God, look at these. I mean, from the Golden Goose and the Compassion one and Drunken Blue stuff. These are people that made table toppers that were half the size of tables yeah <laughs> and, and then you put those sheets out for everyone to buy the you know to, to, to bid on them and I had a couple that I want to send a shout out to Deb and uh, her husband uh, Tom that actually came up to me during the party and said we bid on yours and I was like okay why and they actually <laughs> told me that that song, as strange as it is, that was their wedding song. Oh, you're kidding. Uh, 
<laughs> no. And I, I, how that could be someone's wedding song, but hey, power to them. And they actually bought it, and thank God they lived in Ohio because that thing would not have traveled very well taking apart or on an airplane or trying to send it home. UPS. Now, USPS, Postal Service, we would have done okay with it. But <laughs> who, they actually, who didn't love, though, Todd doing King Conger Gay Live and the antics that he did during that song were just a yeah. riot? What yeah, a great is. part of the show. Love the King Conger Gay. I hope somebody yeah. got a good picture of that face. Yeah. <laughs> somebody <laughs> should, they should have brought a gorilla mask. That would have been funny. I think Mark yeah. Colorossi told me that. <laughs> I, I also want to give a huge thank you to you, Doug, for those T-shirts that you made up for the empl- the hotel employees. Oh, we forgot about those, yeah. That was one of the coolest things and probably one of the most rare commodities to find because the, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the bidding between the employees and fans <laughs> Get those damn shirts! I came home with one, and I yeah, they're I, smart. Yeah, well, yeah, some some of them were eh, talk to me later. Some of them were like, oh yeah, here's your final price. Yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah, I'll sell it to you. That that was huh. really really great. Yeah, yeah those were done by Paul Ashbury. Paul Ashbury did those shirts for us, did the design, and we ended up using that for the laminate too. Part of it. The laminates look great, I thought, this year. They were cool. And speaking of those, let's clarify this real quick, because there was some guy kept telling me this, and I couldn't figure out what he was saying. He kept saying that there was a guest list of people that were supposed to be at the party that included Moogie Klingman and Larry Tag and all these people. And I thought, what the hell are you talking about? And he's talking about the laminate on the back. We have a guest list. Those are people who are on the radio show, not people we expect to be at the party. That's our radio guest. <laughs> so if, that's, if you're wondering about that, now you know. Just to clarify for you. So anyway, Paul did a good job with those. Those shirts look great. We had them for everybody, including mates. Everybody had them. Every employee had, had them. I'll tell you what, there, there were some amazing people. First of all, the hotel did a fantastic job catering to us. The only problem was that... that uh, wedding party on Saturday night. Eh, it was a little suspect. Uh, kind of quite a few drunken twenty-somethings that uh, threw things uh, out of cue. Huh? I had a party? Mm. Oh, oh, Saturday night. You weren't there. I can't remember which night it was. Yes, there was a whole melee out by the elevator. Yeah, that was yeah. at the party, though. That was at the bar. Outside yeah, the bar, right. I wasn't at the, the bar. The bar area, yeah, the, the groom actually punched out the bride. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, there's some weirdness going on. Yeah, they they were just young punks where where the Todd fans were, you know, mature adults reacting and enjoying a good time between the, the ballroom and the bar area. And the the bar people, um, Sarah and uh, Dee, were fantastic. Mm-hmm. They, they, they took mm-hmm. care of us. It was fantastic. I got something to throw at you, Doug. I had mm-hmm. such a great time this year. I plan on September of next year. But how's this? I'll throw something on your plate. How about for 2011, not one, but two tours, special tours for Todd. Now, you can throw this at him that you do a spring tour 
and then the fall tour. Now, I know I mentioned to you something, anything, and you, you said to me, you know, 2012 would be great because that's the 40th anniversary of something, anything, and I know you've heard a lot of buzz in your ear for that album. Right. But how about for 2011, spring, we put in, say, um, Tortured Artist Effect and Herman and Minkala for a spring tour and something else, the fall tour. I know it's a lot of planning, and I know it's going to put a lot of thoughts into your head, but you know what? You, you, you oh, we've had lots of suggestions. I'm not short of those. <laughs> we had, the funniest one, though, get this one. This was my, I got on email, and I'm sorry if the person's listening, I'm making fun of them. But it, I just thought, you, you, got, you can't be serious to think that this would work, but they wanted swing to the right and no world order. Wow. That's, that's, I'm like, that what? Well, yeah, all right. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. A lot of people I talked to the party were mentioning uh, utopia albums, and I explained to them that this is a utopia thing. You you can't do, this is not utopia reunions. This is Well, we had one. We had Newtopia, Notopia, whatever you want to call it, last year. <laughs> well, okay. People were saying, how about Raw? Yeah, yeah, dream on. 63-year-old yeah, up there on that thing. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. We do get that a lot. People think, but we do get that a lot, you know, thinking it's going to be wrong. It's not like Todd's going to climb that ladder at 63 years old. Plus, that tour was like a million dollars, something ridiculous. I think about broke them. No, we, we, there are enough solo albums that even one of the great suggestions I heard at the party was Runt and Ballad. Those are yeah, basic rock albums. And they're, mm-hmm. they're retro, but you know what? The, the, yeah, Todd would have to play piano again, so you have to practice yeah. for a few weeks. All right. Well, let's um, let's move on because we will talk about some of the, the the actual show we just did, and we'll talk about the future later. We'll yes. talk about the Todd Healy show. That it was so, a lot of people here didn't get I, to go. I, I talked to you saying I thought that Todd would be great as the finale and Healy the first. I was so wrong. The way it was done was perfection. With the I chorus, agree. yeah, with the chorus and the the, the it, it was. Um, I, I read somewhere on Facebook with someone, one of the uh, choir members from I don't know if it was Keswick or uh, Morristown, had said that it was an emotional experience for them. That that Muskegon. was it Muskegon? That mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was. It was. It was hearing Todd singing, which is his strong point. Thank God he hasn't stopped singing for forty years. That it really was like a gospel revival. It was phenomenal. And the second half of that show, with the Bear Station costumes, by the way, were amazing. Simple, and what we talked about last year about. Too many costume changes, all that other. No, it was about the music, and the healing album was second to none. Amazing. Yeah, I think a lot of people, and I've heard feedback that went into it for the Todd album. Um, some people weren't really into healing as much. They they were they're fans now, that's for sure. It it was um it was it was almost spot on every night. It was really done well. 
and I think people got a new appreciation for that album if they didn't already have it. But hey, man, I got some uh, calls from overseas I need to get because they're spending an expensive dime to call in. So um, I appreciate you calling, in, though, Mr. Key. All right, I will. All right, brother. Talk, talk to you again on another show and keep that uh, point of two shows, two tours next year, two mini right, tours man. next year. He said it back of my mind. All right, yeah, yeah we'll calling. sit in the back of our mind. <laughs> All right, this may be Mingo, but it's just definitely somebody calling from overseas. And we may have another overseas call, so sorry I had to cut Keith off. We've got, to get, we've got a lot of calls, actually, so hang tight. We'll get to you. All right, somebody calling from overseas, you're with us. Are you talking Anybody? to me? Yes. Yeah. Can, you, can you hear me? Yes, it is Jill. Mingo. Go to yeah. sleep, girl. What's that? Go to sleep. I, I was watching the pay-per-view with my friend Ross. <laughs> And then we finished, and we are talking about it. I was showing him all the photos and just telling him about all my friends and showing him the bus, and it's my bus. And um, uh, and then all of a sudden I was like, fuck, we're, oh, sorry. <laughs> I dropped the F-bomb again. Um, radio's on. we got to listen to radio. So he's listening to his first Rungan radio show. Or right. not, he's just hearing me talking to you right now. But, yeah, he's like, wow, cool. I've never seen a chat room like this. This is great. <laughs> Hello, to pretty active tonight. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of people, and this is great. Everybody's really yeah, well, so hey. excited. Obviously, you had to be pleased with the Golden Goose. I thought it was a big success. Man, it was awesome. And the thing that was so amazing about it is, like, you know, at, at other shows, like in, in in Philly and Morristown and stuff, we're, I'm standing there, like, in the toilet line, you know, in the queue, and and, I, and people are like going, you know, there's been this fan bus that's been going around from city to city, and I'm like, yeah, I know all about the bus. Like, oh, you want it? And I was like, it's my bus. <laughs> it's my bus. You know, it's my bus, you know? So I said that to, to Todd, like, oh, you know the Golden Goose. You know, it's my bus. And he went, my bus. <laughs> it took the piss out of me. <laughs> oh, Jill, yeah, it's a great yeah, day. Cool everybody. Oh. And had a it great was so much driver. I don't know how you handpicked that great driver, but he was he was wonderful. Jim was amazing. He sends his love. He he misses everybody up from the from the goose. He's like, I'm all about doing it again next year. Here's my contacts. Here's my digits. We'll get you a better deal. I was like, awesome. <laughs> so I'm you know if there's something going on next year, you, everybody can rest assured there will be a bus. I have already told my work that next year I might need a couple of weeks off in September. That I've got a bus to organize. I've got plans. So there's going to be no problems for that. You know, it's just. It's just great. I've been trying to carry on what happened these last couple of weeks in my day-to-day life here in, in the U.K., and um, at the end, I went to a club on Sunday night, you know, typical, right? And at the end of the night, it was such an amazing, amazing night I had, actually. I, I bumped into a random stranger, this American girl, who I think is going to maybe move into my house, and uh, befriended her in a pub and took her to a nightclub. She had no idea who she was meeting, I think, and, uh, you know, did all sorts of things. And at the end of the night, I just started singing Sons of 1984 and clapping. <laughs> it was the end of the night, and the lights were on, so I figured that's what you should do. A few people looked at me like I was a little strange, you know, but I was wearing the T-shirt, so I just lifted up my hair and pointed, and I didn't get anyone to join me, but, you know, <laughs> I tried. Yeah, it's that party's <laughs> over. Not everybody's going to get it anymore. you got to go to these kind of things uh, to get into it. Well, you know, I, I did it with Ross. He was singing along with me. He was fine about it. Yeah. He'll sing with me next time we're in a club at the end of the night. He'll he'll, he'll do it. You know, you got to just you gotta keep flying that flag. You know, I picked up this banner. I'm not going to put it down, no, you know. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep go, keep on keeping on, you know. So, uh, so yeah, it was 
it's been great. And the pay-per-view, my God, how bad does that sound? Uh, uh, it'll, they'll fix it. They'll fix it. When? It's been a week. I mean, I, I feel bad to show it to somebody right now. It's it's really hard to deal with. <laughs> I didn't really realize it until Ross was here. Maybe, Maybe today. today's the day, you're saying? You know, today's the day? Well, you said Tuesday, but we can't figure out if you meant today or next Tuesday. But as soon as we know, we'll put it on Facebook and spread the word everywhere, you know. But it's going Please to be remixed, do. the question. Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe, oh, yeah. It's, maybe if it doesn't happen until next week, maybe they'll extend the amount of time, you know, yeah, past the 14th. Oh, that yeah. would be great. Uh, by the way, someone asked in the chat room if the driver saw the shows. Yeah, Jim, our driver, went to Muskegon, and he went to Indianapolis. And uh, he liked the shows very much. He was also at the Todd Stock premiere. And, um, yeah, he was he was all over it. He was yeah, having a great time, our driver. people who aren't aware that maybe listening for the first time tonight, Golden Goose was a bus, charter bus, that took uh, – Dozens of fans to the first or the second, third, and fourth show, chartered by Miss Mingo, who's on the phone with us, and it was um, a really nice and affordable way to get to each city. Exactly, you can hang fun. out with fans. We, you know, sang songs and watched DVDs. Some some people had never seen uh, Tortured Artist Effect DVD, so that was really exciting. People were getting blown oh, away. Who had, you know, just yeah. missed it. And then we had, you know, talked. Yeah, open mic, which I think could be a staple fixture. Uh, I was told a really good joke last night. I'm going to write it down by my my joke ah, buddies that we used to David. go to the pub quiz. I'm, I'm already getting. No, I'm not telling it. I'm not. I actually can't remember it right now. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a good year. Well, yeah, I'm going to write them down for next year. Of course, I am. You know, yeah. I want. No, I want to. One thing about Jim is, I swear he was so patient because there were times where we were out of line for grown-ups, frankly, and he never said sit down back there or anything like that. Oh, he just Still was did. laughing. I think he loved every minute of it. You know, it's just like. I don't. I mean, that's, he was he was one of the gang, and I mean, he said he did. He said he was a Todd fan. I mean, I don't know. I, we didn't like talk, talk, Todd, but he said he knew Todd and healing, and uh, just by the enthusiasm, the way he was interacting with people, I don't think he was just making it up. I think he was really, really into it. So, um, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of infectious. I mean, I think. The, the thing I've been trying to explain to people the most, and, and like I said, my friend Ross is here, and uh, I think he would agree that, you know, you can just, you know, seeing the people in the in the pay-per-view and, and the overall vibe and, you know, everyone's dressed up and people are dancing and laughing and they're clapping and singing beyond, you know, the, the curtain going down. And, you know, I, I just, you know, when Jimmy and Joan are getting interviewed, I was just like, you know, these are my friends. I was like around this kind of vibe, especially you, you and Mel and Doug as well. You two, when you were being interviewed, it's like I just had like this kind of environment, this kind of energy with people for two whole weeks. You know, it was just like an absolute loving. It was the most amazing, fabulous thing. I can imagine how great Todd's talk must have been. But, you know, it's like, why wouldn't I want that in my life all the time, you know? So that's, well, what, that's what we got to do. there will be another opportunity, Ms. Mingo. Right, hey, there's well, always more. I've got a long list of callers, but um, you went to all shows. Which was your favorite and why? It was St. Louis, and okay, I'm from St. Louis, and I had a great seat, but it wasn't it wasn't that. I think it was just it was maybe the first night where I think everything was really firing all all, all cylinders on stage, so that was exciting because 
from Akron, I knew when it all came together it was going to be amazing, really, really good. But then when it started to really, you know, Muskegon, you could hear, okay, he's going to be able to get these piano parts down. And then St. Louis came, and it was like musically it really, really worked. But the the audience just seemed absolutely, I don't know, 129% into what was going on. And it just seemed like the absolute perfect balance. His voice was super, super great as well. Um, and I think as the tour went on, his voice seemed a little bit more ragged. Definitely not bad. That's not a criticism. But, you know, when something is just really, really on, I mean, the last ride started to get played. And um, I think it just leading up to it and everything was just so fantastic. I just started crying like a baby. And and uh, oh. it was just really powerful. And I, I just thought it there was something about St. Louis that was just that extra bit special. I thought Morristown was also... Um, pretty amazing. The band actually seemed really relaxed in Morristown. They, they did. That's what I thought about Morristown was they, they thought, well, what do we have to lose? This is the last show, and and um, everybody seemed to be really relaxed that night. Yeah, and so, they were playing great. It's like they finally really knew what they needed to do and when. Like they were relaxed enough that they could actually just enjoy the, actually enjoy what they were doing instead of being blind panicked you know like oh my god what's going to happen wait a minute when do we come in again what's the you know you could just see it's like what's what's it going on off stage you know oh i know all the other shows were a couple of times that i saw chasm just come walking out on the stage in some of those earlier shows and then he just turned right around and walked back <laughs> yeah i i think for chasm he st louis he he had some sort of problems going on i think um, I'm sure I spoke to him about that, and he had some sort of a, maybe a tech issue or something. But, uh, you know, by the end of it, he was really into it. What's that? It was a good crowd in Morristown. There was a really good, I mean, it was uh, pretty packed in Morristown, which I think helped. And it was the, I, I don't know because I was in the uh, first balcony for St. Louis, but at Morristown, at the end of the show, maybe even the last three songs, the entire balcony and the floor was standing up which was a great sight to see because you kind of feel like, okay, everybody here gets it. You know, it's not a mix of people who were here thinking they were going to see something different. They knew what they were getting into. I thought that was pretty cool at Morristown. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what was going on in the balcony that much because I wasn't in any balcony seats, which, I, to be honest, with the amount of reports I heard with all the talking everywhere during these things, <laughs> I think I was glad I was just mainly down the front in most places because I have a feeling – when you're in those kind of positions, you don't get a lot of talkers there. <laughs> and I would probably have had a fight. That's oh, yeah, right. I would have a fight. All right, so, well, i got a bunch so, of callers. Jill, it's good hearing from you. You need to go to sleep. It's late where you are. I don't think I can go to sleep. How can I sleep? <laughs> well, there's going to be more gooses in the future. I don't know if it will have the same name, but if oh, there's something sleep. that's going on, you can rely that I'm going to organize my bus. <laughs> All, right. All right. See you in Vegas. Peace out. Here in Vegas. <laughs> she's like on, uh, I know she's not, so this is a joke, but she's on speed. All right. <laughs> she's a mile a minute. Like, uh, all she's on is called fun. That's all. Just yeah, she's on a, a natural high. Yeah. She's fast and furious. All right, we got a caller. It's calling from Private Line. Hello there. Hello there. Hey. Hi, Doug and Mel. It's Bob from uh, Los Angeles. Ah, got to meet Bob and Akron. All right, man, what's up? Uh, well, first of all, let me get to quickly say thank you to both of you. It's simply the best vacation I've ever had. That's number wow. one. Wow. 
Number wow. two, it's the best Todd show, and I've seen everyone from Raw forward, with the possible wow. exception of Raw, which was a surprise to me. Um, just sure. the best Todd show I've, I've I've ever seen. It was just amazing, and perhaps the best concert I've ever seen. And I I saw Russ Never Sleeps with Neil Young, and I saw the first Beck tour, and I saw Michael Jackson's Off the Wall. I used to do reviews and stuff for magazines. So bottom line is, I've seen a few shows in my time, and it was the best show I think I've ever seen. And my three friends from LA that came with me, we think the same thing. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your incredible effort. It was so worth the money and time that I put into it. I, I'd send you money, but I need to save it for next year. <laughs> you did go good for three people to show. That's all good, man. So you say it's the best, and you're a viewer. Give me some reasons why. Because you're talking um, about the Akron show, right? Um, yes, I'm talking about the Akron show, which is the only one I, one, only one I went to. Yeah, it, it was the best. First of all, uh, he was the best voice I've ever heard him be in. Uh, bar none, number one. It was great. Yeah. Uh, the hall was was beautiful. The, the hall is is beautiful. Great choice of a place. The audience. Um, uh, I don't want to go on. You got a lot of people that want to get on. Let me just quickly say, also, thanks to everyone that I met all weekend. Everybody was great. Um, the Todd Todd is God Squad were incredible people. I want to particularly <laughs> say uh, hello to MJ to. Um, Steve Skinner to Nora and to Stuart Stubo, they made me feel like I was part of their family. I guess we are part of the same family, the Todd family. Yep. And uh, everybody was so beautiful, but they in particular were super warm to me. Um, I understand where how Jill feels. I, I worked on two days sleep every day when I was there, and, and I, I couldn't sleep. And I was on nothing more than <laughs> Coca-Cola and excitement, by the way. I, I I couldn't sleep. It was just so. It was it was just. I felt like a kid, and I'm far from a kid. I was uh, very like excited. That. I'm like that too. I mean, I'll just be exhausted, and I'll be like, I got to go to my room, and then I'll get to my room, and I can't settle down because I'm afraid I'll miss something. You yep. know, it's the great feeling amongst all the people. Yeah, it was amazing. We felt we felt really really great. It was great to see Todd's display at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which we took a side trip to. Thank God that was there, and because I was about to raise hell in that place and say, "You better find a <laughs> place for him in here." So thank God he's in a fairly prominent place. Yeah, I remember seeing you walking in the morning when I was up one time. You seemed to be walking every morning, so it wouldn't look like you were getting a whole lot of sleep. Yeah, I was getting to bed about about three and getting up about uh, oh quarter to six and. I just couldn't sleep, and I said, "Don't, don't fight it. Just get up." And then, but it turned out to uh, I was just high on the excitement of of the week, and it was kind of amazing, amazing and magical. So, I'm I'm already ready for next year. I'm putting my money aside, um, so I need you guys to come through and uh, sponsor it again. And I'll go for any I'll go for any Todd albums that he wants to do. I I I also don't want to see Utopia albums. I want to I want to see Todd albums. I'd, I'd love to see Hermit, and. Um, I'd love to see uh, ever popular tortured artist. In fact, I'd love to see him uh, slam through uh, Tin Soldier, the great song by the Small Faces, uh, which is on that album. So oh, yeah, I have to getting a lot, been of, a lot of people keep crying. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, oh, the final thing I just wanted to say is, as I uh, go out, that uh, on a funny note, I, the choir really rocked. I thought they were excellent, and being black. Uh, and this is this is strictly humor. I took it exactly in the way it was meant. Two people thought I was in the choir, <laughs> which, which I thought was funny to no end. And then the funny yeah. thing about it is, I, I I mock got mad at one of the guys, and I'm like, that's you're stereotyping me and everything. So for about 
10 seconds he thought I was seriously upset. And I'm like, dude, I'm just teasing you. There were like five black people in the place other than the choir. And under the circumstances, it was it was entirely appropriate for you to assume that I was in the choir. You happened to be wrong, but it was entirely appropriate. I think yeah. the second guy that assumed that was Ed. Ed Victor or whatever. I think Ed oh, assumed yeah. that. Which, again, it's logical. So, again, thanks to I you guys. I think Bob's a stretch, Bob. I think Bob's a stretch. <laughs> I actually saw two others that I'm sure of, and then a friend of mine said he saw a couple others, but I did see two no, others. No, 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 no. You myself. know what? They're actually, the the, uh, the choir that performed in Muskegon came to the Akron show to watch, so there were more than five. Ah, my God, it was a convention. It was a convention of black people. <laughs> anyway, it was just a great, great, great time, so I, I can't thank you enough. It was money, money well spent, and uh, seriously, please do it. Uh, Next year, it would be my pleasure to come again and to l- hello to all the friends I met and all the people I didn't name. I, forgive me for forgetting your name. There's so many, but uh, we'll see you next year, I hope. Yeah, and it was right, good man. meeting you in uh, Akron there by the elevators. Uh, great to meet you, Mel, and great to meet you, Doug. See you next year. You guys, maybe. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I say maybe because we don't know what the future holds, of course. Oh, I remember. Oh, Super nice guy. We were we were getting either I think we were getting off the elevator and we were walking with him and he said something and we both of us were like oh it's Bob we recognized his voice yeah, yeah. he recognized ours too of course but yeah it was um, yeah he's got a, a good DJ voice um, and he's made some calls to the show no doubt about that uh-huh. all right so before we take we got some more callers of course we really haven't talked about the shows a whole lot but we'll keep doing that we'll get some in here and there I guess most of y'all were there. Um, I do want to say this, and uh, Mel, you can chime in as well. Um, I really love meeting everybody. I met a lot of people, and some were new to me. A lot of them were not, you know, people I met last year. And I really appreciate you coming up and saying nice things and thanking us and all that. And I, I just don't know, you know, the appropriate words to say when you do that. So if I don't say anything or I just go thanks or whatever, the best I got because I just don't know. I mean, we're we're part of it too, and we love it just as much. So it's right. uh, it is it is much appreciated because we're glad that everybody's happy, and we of course thank everybody for coming because without that, there would be no chance of this stuff happening. We gotta have right. people, and we're fans. And the no fun if nobody's there. So you know, being being that we are fans before we are promoters, you know, it's kind of. Um, I guess a little self-serving too, because we want to see these shows put on too. Absolutely. So but we don't enjoy ourselves as well. Yeah, much love back. I mean, it's it's the party would not be the same if it was ten people. You know, we had probably four hundred fifty people there. I guess it was phenomenal, and it just you know we got to have people. So we really thank you for coming just as much as you thank us for our role in it. And of course, none of it would be possible without Mr. Rungren, Of course. Uh, all right. I think we have a call from 305. Hey, Doug and Mel. Hi. This is uh, Eddie Zine. I made it to the train and to the plane that morning. <laughs> oh, my Good God. You, well, everybody, this is Eddie, the guy who sacrificed to make it to one show, and you were there, what, eight hours, something like that? I was there. Uh, I, I didn't sleep the night before or the night of. Uh, the, the next two days after that, I was in a weird place trying to catch up with sleep. It was funny, but I, I, I brought home a I bought a Todd Stock uh, DVD that really opened my eyes to 
you know, stuff about the people that are following Todd that I didn't realize and how generous Todd is is amazing. And I watched the webcast. Thank you for telling me about the new mix that's coming. That'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, and um, But here's the thing. That concert, you know, we, I think we were standing on the sidewalk and we were talking about how good it was. And I was not expecting it to be up there with the top ones. I, I thought it would be good. But, you know, I saw that rock, too. I saw... You know, I saw. I thought I like liars. I liked a lot of the things they did, but uh, I, you know, and and A Watch was great. But I didn't think he was going to top himself, and, and I think he might have. This was an amazing uh, event, and uh, you guys really uh, did yourself. I don't. I I got to commend you guys, and of course Todd and their wardrobe people, and. Uh, I can't wait. To, I, I, I'm going to wait for the new mix to watch it again to see the wardrobe again, especially with that that jib cam that went flew over the keyboards and the drum set, which is yeah. really why I went. I wanted to see what what Prairie was playing, so I got yeah. these. I bought the webcast, but uh, uh, but here's here's the thing. I think I took away was from this whole thing was I didn't realize how uh, I've been to the thing last year, but this year it finally it finally hit me. All the fans are. Amazingly nice, uh, and f- like Jill and Joan and Jimmy Jam Jam and Grady and Dennis and of course Mel and Doug. I uh, I realized that there's this thread that runs between all of them, and I think that's because Todd's music reaches these people because they have a conscience and they are caring people. I mean. Grady and and uh, Joan and Jimmy Jim Jam waited for me at the venue to take to go back to the hotel, you know, and and Mel, you found that girl's glasses on this sidewalk in the middle of the night. <laughs> you remember oh yeah, that? I thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, I just wanted to thank you guys for for doing this. And Doug, you're you're always uh, you're always treating me uh, really nice, and I appreciate that. I, uh, you make me feel at home when I'm I'm out in the new world of uh, the 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 Tychus world there. <laughs> but uh, it's I, from what I heard, there's no point in me trying to uh, campaign for a um, a scholarship uh, to Gigatone round two because uh, I haven't heard what the results with the the total date. But I don't think my uh, efforts to start a groundswell to, to get round two going is going to be effective. Well, we appreciate you being in the contest. It was fun, you know. It's good exposure, at least. Uh, it, it was it, it was exciting, and I think it's still. I say it was a genius idea. Uh, I've met some people that um, a friend of uh, my, you know, since I played with Hall of Notes, I know Charlie Deshant, and and he told me where he lives. There's a, a friend of theirs that actually ended up, and he'll be going for uh, all three days. So I'll have my own personal. Uh, a blogger <laughs> that will keep oh, cool. like you guys have your guy that's going to keep you posted. This Roy guy is going to obviously update us uh, people yeah. on Rundgren Radio what's going on. Uh, yeah. I told I told this guy uh, David that uh, I said, "Listen, I'm going to be on the phone with you. I want to hear all about it." So, yeah, we'll uh, hear more. Sure. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, Mel, it was good seeing you again, and Doug, uh, and once again, good, great seeing you, and. Uh, and like everybody else says, whatever you guys put on, I'll be there. All right, man. Thanks, thanks for coming out to Morristown. It's good seeing you again. Excellent. Yeah, that, Always a pleasure. Okay, guys. Have a good night. Have a good All right, Eddie. Hey, Eddie's on, drummer. Yeah, he's got a little self, uh, 
self-interest in seeing what Prairie had, the Prairie Kit, the Golden Goose Drums, as he well, called it. I, were you standing there when Randy was talking about that and the drum riser out in front of Little Pete? No. no. Would you like me to shed some light so. on it? Sure. Well, I don't know if you could notice, but that kit was somewhat downsized. It wasn't a regular-sized kit, and it was that way pretty much on purpose because of how they wanted to do that, I call it the parade float, the the riser that they rolled out. Right. And that that riser, oh, let me see, was only to be four feet wide at the front and six feet deep. And um, so, that, so, of course, the kit had to be fairly small. Um, they did finally figure out that they needed to make it at least nine feet deep so it wouldn't tip over. Um, so it was a little deeper, a little longer than what it, it, it kind of looked weird when they would wheel it out. But anyway, that's the story of the drum riser float. Well, you said the word deeper, speaking up deeper and deeper. The fix, I loved them as opening act for uh, St. Louis and Indy. If you were there, I think you appreciated. They got some really good love. They absolutely love being a part of this tour, and they were uh, very appreciative, and they want to do more stuff, and they love Todd, and they watched the show. I mean, they just loved it. It was it was a good combo, and I hope people that were there enjoyed it. I mean, they got standing ovations from Todd fans. That's a hard to do, you know, because people usually just want Todd to come on out there, and they don't want to see anything else. But they were good to the fix, and I thought the fix was good to us. So they that was so, cool. Didn't didn't Randy and, and Greg say they were so polite? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they were very polite. Um, all right, so we're gonna take a call from seven two seven. Now I'm gonna disappear from it. I'll call. I'm gonna let you handle this. And I'm gonna call you back, in, and I'll call back in in just a minute. I gotta make a quick run. Seven two seven. Two seven. You're with us. That must be me. Hello. Hello. Who are you? My name is Chris. I live in St. Petersburg, Florida, and I was at the St. Louis show. Excellent. You picked a good oh. one to be at. Well, my brother gave me ticket for my birthday. Oh, that's so, a good brother. It was awesome. He lives in St. Louis, and I have another brother in Wichita, and we all met with their wives and the 16-year-old niece in the designated driver, and now a Todd fan, <laughs> in St. Louis, and had an awesome time. We were the Brunwyn uh, University group. Okay. Did you see uh, the T-shirts? There were, there were like five of us that had Brunwyn University T-shirts on. I think I missed that, but that's okay. I missed a lot that night. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought I did too, but when I saw the pay-per-view, I realized, oh, yeah, I remember the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've just got to tell you again, just like everybody else, what a wonderful show. And uh, we're so glad that you guys put this on. Um, I have to agree with everybody that's talked so far. Um, it was I was sort of jealous when I saw the Akron um little display they did. I was like, why couldn't we do that in St. Louis? That would have been fun. We could have done that. <laughs> so it was, um, but but I, I agree with Jill that it was um, the audience ambiance was really incredible in St. Louis. It was a really cohesive um, group. and It seemed very comfortable there and um, security was, was in place, but they weren't, you know, breathing down anybody's neck, and so people could stand up and dance when they wanted. And Yeah, we were pretty much all standing up through the whole concert and singing along, so <laughs> nobody was really being nasty to us. 
And um, but there was there was a guy dancing and dancing on the side, but it, he, was, he was having a great well, time. And everybody, yeah, yeah that guy, I was dancing right next to him and got punched out. He accidentally hit me in the face. That was you. That was me. Okay, we were sitting like two rows behind that. <laughs> Which show y'all talking he about? He's like he's Saint like Louis. a uh, an institution there. I mean, I don't mean institute. Well, I do. He <laughs> goes to all the concerts there and dances. Which show y'all talking about? Saint Louis. Beetle Bob. You talking about Beetle Bob? Yeah. yeah, he's famous. Yeah. Really? Well, he was really yeah. nice. You know, everybody was really nice. Uh, yeah, Google him, Beetle Bob. He goes to tons of shows. There's been a lot of articles about him in St. Louis. And, yeah, it's okay. You know, Todd's even called him out in shows before. Yeah, he's an interesting cat. Yeah, well, yeah, good for him. You know, we were just happy he was enjoying himself. <laughs> good for him. Yeah, he wasn't, bother, he wasn't bothering anybody but you, Mel. Well, he didn't bother me. I just got in the way of his dancing, and so he sort of <laughs> hit me in the face. Well, that's on you then. <laughs> it was on me. I didn't know it's about all your fault. After that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. I I was wondering if you knew anything about that uh, guy that got uh, called out of there that was buying all those drinks. The one that spilled that whole tray of tequila all over. I don't know. In St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't see. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, you guys. I I got to tell you that I was on the end of the row and. Um, there were five of us, and my 16-year-old niece was on the center of the row, and they saw a completely different show than we did. So, But it, it was awesome. I can't wait for Back to the Bark. <laughs> I have to put it All in right. my pizza. <laughs> but what's the Las Vegas deal? We will take it into account. Yeah, What what what's the Las Vegas show that you're talking about? December 11th, Todd's going to be in Vegas doing the Todd Runger Johnson. Oh, I'm really sorry you told me that. Uh-oh. I did tell you that? Yeah, I'm really sorry you did. Why? <laughs> well, because now I'm going to feel compelled to go to Las Vegas in December. Well, come on, bring it. Yeah, really, really. I saw him here in Tampa a couple of years ago, and then he was here last year, but they, the, the theater wasn't done yet. So. Well, well that we're, was one where he formed outside in the street, right? Right, right, right. We're trying right. to organize something the night before with Michelle's band awesome. and maybe another band. So awesome. if uh, you're thinking about going to Vegas, don't book your flights yet or book it for Thursday through Sunday because we may end up pulling something off for Friday, but it's moving slow. But we're, yeah, we're working on well, you've been, you've been a little busy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, well, anything like everybody else, next September we hope to see you all, and, and I'll try and meet you personally then. Definitely. All right. I I know you got a lot of callers. I listen every week. So um, thanks for giving me the opportunity, and thank you again for doing such a great, great job on this. Thank you, Chris. Excellent. Definitely Up, don't be a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye, bye-bye. Peace. All right. New caller, huh? Yeah. Very good. Chris. Excellent. Man, we got a lot of calls tonight. That's good. We still have to give people details about the show. I guess you're just going to have to go read the reviews on trconnection.com if you want to know about the show. All right, 917. 917. 917. Well, I'm in 917. It's PJ. PJ Chesterfield. This is PJ. PJ. What's happening, man? Woot. Uh, I'm just listening to the show. i got to tell you, you know, watching the Keswick uh, webcast was rough, but 
Morristown was a great, great uh, show. I got it. It was my brother had never seen Todd before, and he's been talking about it ever since. So he's uh, wow, hasn't hasn't shut up since the show. Wow, that was great, <laughs> man. <laughs> How come you didn't tell me about him sooner? Oh man. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that because he uh, when he was in high school, they listened to A Watts. You know, he's like he knows A Watts back to front, but he doesn't know much other of Todd. He knows that record. You know, every 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 groove on the vinyl, he knows. <laughs> but man, that was, was a whole lot of fun. I can't wait for next year. Assuming that there is a next year. <laughs> uh, we're so focused on we're focused on this year. The Todd Healy show, man. You know, it's funny because you you say your brother first show. I had a buddy I used to work with. He lives in St. Louis for Rush fans. So we went to a Rush show recently, and then I got in, of course him and his wife to come to this one when I was in town. And, he bought the albums and listened. He was blown away, and he, he said he just absolutely loves healing, and he's a new Todd fan. So I told him, welcome to the cult. <laughs> but um, he's loving it. He wants to see the show again. I'm sure there's yeah. other people who do as well. Yeah. Yeah, he texted me, you know, the next day. He was like, what, what was the name of that song that, was the, that we were singing at the end of the show? That was the song from 1984. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, was, there were – the highlights were – Sean, of course, was huge, especially the first night. And then um, King Kong Reggae and Heavy Metal Kids had people stand up. And um, The Healing Part 3, Time Hill, Sons of 1984. I mean, these had people out of their seats. And I thought oh, yeah. another one that really came out um, in a different way because I've seen it before. But I mean, I'm still just blown away by lowest common denominator on this tour. I thought it was just, just yeah. wonderful each night. Well, it it seems like they drove field. that one out a little longer than they had for yeah. For the previous it couple of tours, yeah, it's a great. Song. I thought I thought um, visually in the Todd set, the "Don't You Ever Learn" was the best with those lasers and the smoke looking like cool. clouds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the Todd set. I think. Yeah, they outdid themselves with the with the visuals this year. I mean, it was, that was great. I, mean, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I got lots of the callers. I wanted to say hi to the gang and and thanks for Akron. And I had a great, I had a blast at Akron at Morristown, and I'm uh, looking forward to next year. All right, man. Thanks for calling, PJ. Good to have you in Akron, Akron again. Thanks. Doing a little acapella for us again. That was fun as you know. Yeah, should bring a guitar next year. Uh-oh. Stepping it up a notch. <laughs> All right, good deal. All right. All right. We'll see. Everybody's already assuming there's a next year. It's funny, though, because, you know, you go, I've seen some people saying, ah, this album thing needs to be over, or there's nothing else for him to do with the albums except something, anything, but he shouldn't do it. Yada, yada, yada. I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to survive this one. It was killer. I need a nap. That's all. all. You need a nap. All right, now. What was his area code? Do you remember? He was 917. Okay. All right, let's see here. I'm going to go. Oh. Come on now. Just give me some grace tonight. Okay. Come on. Let me to, are you, well, there you are. <laughs> yeah. You've unmuted I mean, somebody there. I did? No, no, you it just muted him. work. Now it's working. All right, here we go. All right, 816, you're with us. Hello, me? Yeah, you, Doug. Oh, it's Chris <laughs> Williams. I do. Hey, what's happening, man? Wasn't expecting that. I was typing at the moment. <laughs> ah. Anyway, my brother and I and my wife Vicky drove up there, and it was an amazing experience. It really, really was. Probably the best thing for me was uh, watching 
you know, the Akron show, we were, we'd gotten amazing seats, fourth, uh, fourth row on the left. And uh, my wife had heard, my wife Vicky had heard Healing once, and she'd never heard the Todd album. So it was interesting getting, you know, getting basically a, a complete Neophyte's uh, take on it, you know. You never played it for Um, We don't really sit down and play music for each other. I mean, we go to concerts, you know. I mean, I don't know. We just, uh, like, hey, there's somebody neat playing. Let's go hear them, you know, or we've never heard this person before. And uh, uh, we've been, you know, we've been together 29 years now, And uh, but I'd never just sat down and said, hey, listen to this album. I've done that with a few albums, like uh, Liars, but uh, no, it never had with uh, the Todd album. And uh, it was so cool. Her her favorite thing was Healing Part 2. Because uh, like she's an old prog rock, uh, she's an old prog rock type uh, person, old, uh, <laughs> you know, Gen- Peter Gabriel era Genesis is right. her other major love. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I love um, it. was great. Yeah. So, uh, the party was great. Meeting all these folks, um, you know, <laughs> all sorts of memories of people that uh, I, you know, never never met in in person and knew only by their online handles. <laughs> um, yeah. All sorts of weird little things like fixing Lois's computer so she could upload. Uh, <laughs> up. We were at breakfast in Akron. She's like, you know, computers, right? <laughs> and reinstalling uh, so she, she could upload uh, upload photos from uh, the night before. And uh, oh golly, um, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but we almost uh, got almost completely lost on our way there. Um, and then, of course, we all went to. Uh, uh, to uh, Muskegon, and probably the neatest and most unexpected thing was my brother and I walking along. We were just out walking around, and running into the folks with the uh, with the, the uh, kite for the Todd stop. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, and then uh, so it was like, hey, what's that over there? We walked around past the other hotel, and uh, Todd wandered up, and he's uh, talking to them, these folks about the kite. And uh, just then he wandered on off to uh, go and do something else, and <laughs> and yeah, uh, they really put those stuff, that gargantuous Todd Stock movie uh, tied in um, Muskegon, and yes, Todd came out and checked it out. That's a pretty cool little yeah. moment for some folks. There's a little video of it somewhere. It's uh, that was a really great um, looking kite that he did, and it was a big hit. It was beautiful, wasn't it? As it was just soaring across the sky. Yeah. It was advertising. Yeah, and it was like the movie. Yeah, it was. It was uh, on display in Akron too. In Akron, where? Sorry, I dropped uh, in the, the party phone. room. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. It was in the party room. It was. Yeah. Hmm. Where were you? Um, I was in the party room, but apparently I was partying too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently so. <laughs> it's very colorful. It's above the doors. I did see it. Now I remember. And then they do no. the after show after the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, so so yeah. Vicky came out liking what she saw, huh? Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm back. I dropped the phone and my uh, my my the jacket come out. So yeah, she was. It was. I was amazed. I was just uh, you know that. Uh, that she loved it, 
I mean, she was just like, wow. Because, well, previously, you know, I hadn't taken her to all the different Todd shows that I'd been to. She'd been to some of them. You know, she really liked the individualist show, but we weren't, you know, I was down in Kansas City for No World Order. Um, and she'd seen the Power Trio show. But previous to that, um, she, uh, the only time she'd seen Todd was when he'd played a summer fest on the same uh, on the same uh, bill as Black Oak, Arkansas, and Ruby Star and Grey Ghost and all these, uh, you know, southern rock bands. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Todd was up was doing piano based stuff. It was like I can't remember exactly what it was, but the audience did not like it. They didn't get what he was doing. And she didn't get, you know, she was with the audience. She was there to see Black Oak, Arkansas at the time. I don't understand how people could, I mean, even if you don't like Cotter's music, you go to this show, just the whole presentation of it has to impress people, I would think. I think the picks were absolutely blown away. But just in as context, a, though, if, if you like you music at all. In context, and if, and if you've got a bunch of liquored up people there for Southern Rock, <laughs> well, I'm talking about this show, though. This, this, this oh, yeah, yeah. album show. I don't see how yeah. anybody could walk away and say, that's not a good show. It was just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there were some mistakes oh. here and there and stuff, but that's, you know, we can, we can yeah. nitpick it. But overall, I mean, the stage presentation, the outfits, the music, Todd's voice, I mean, it was, yeah. you know, the crowd, everything was great. I mean, it just it really, really worked a, on his uh, Really worked on his voice. That was probably that was obvious that he was just in shape to do oh, that. Stellar. Um, also, speaking of voices, the choirs. My favorite choir was the company in Akron. They weren't yeah. the loudest, but they blended the best of the three. Because I didn't unfortunately go to St. Louis, but I, you know, so we went Akron, Muskegon, and then listened to the webcast. And uh, the company was amazing, and uh, and they they got into it, and it was just. I'm hoping, honestly, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, in the, sort of the way that Hoja has become uh, a, uh, a, a staple for uh, a cappella groups, that maybe there are choirs who will pick up healing. Oh, I think undoubtedly that's going to happen. I think these choirs in particular really fell in love mm-hmm. with Todd's music. Well, it's, it's got, you know, a lot of gospel influences, you know, that honestly, until I'd heard... Frankly, a gospel choir, you know, sing along with it that I hadn't uh, that I hadn't understood before. You know, but Todd is a musical magpie, and he just picks up uh, little bits and pieces from everywhere and pulls it all together. You know, and, and synthesizes something that uh, that you know we've never heard before. And uh, I think I think the live context brought that out in ways that you know I don't think we, any of us could have imagined. Right. You know, until you see somebody actually making music, you know, making it as opposed to listening to it on a record, I don't think you, I don't think you get everything out of it that's there. You know, you've got to keep listening and listening and listening and listening. <laughs> but even 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 if you're listening and listening, until you see somebody produce it, you know, and it's like, all right, here's a, you know, here's a group of people, and they're going to they're going to make this. You know, just out of whole cloth, just them and their instruments. That's a, you know, that's just a different, uh, it's a completely different context. Anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm rambling. You just 
You just helped me remember my favorite part about the choirs, and it, it happened with all of them except for maybe one of them I, I couldn't hear as easily. But when they started breaking out in Healing Part 3, the You Are Home, oh, yeah. and they would say it over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. That part's not on the right record. Now. It's not yeah. there. So that was something that, that Dirk added or the choirs did or somebody did. And I just so thought he's, it was he's a guest coming blooming. up? Uh, the, the choir master is a guest coming up? Yes. Yeah, we're going to have him as a Wonderful. guest and some of the choir people, too, as, as well. All right, Chris. Well, man, I'm calling you and Corky. Wonderful. Thank no, you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, did you well, I love choral music. So. Yeah, it's good <laughs> stuff. It was great that was a good watch. addition to the show. Yeah. All right, man. Peace All out. Right. Have a good All right, very good. So we're getting a lot of questions about um, the, the uh, photos from the Todd Stock movie. So let's delve into that for a minute. I um. Are they talking about it in the chat or something? Yeah, let's talk about the Todd's Fight movie first. It was uh, was sold out. Um, we had to bring in a couple extra seats, a few extra seats. It was packed, which was good. We were very happy about that. And they had a Todd Stock in big letters on the outside of the theater on the sign, and uh, it was a nice place with uh, tiered, very tiered seating, which is cool, very comfortable. Movie was great. It was a hit. Todd Michelle watched it with us. Of course, Matt Bolton was there. Um, Jesse Grass, and um, the party was phenomenal. We had a great party at the hotel afterwards, and uh, Todd was very gracious and signed a lot of autographs for people. Uh, of course, we did the photograph thing. We had ice sculptures of Todd's house and one of a sky vodka bottle. With <laughs> Those a, were uh, awesome. Todd, yeah, Todd guitar pose in there. If you've ever seen that. Uh, the Evolution of Man t-shirt is that, that Todd pose. And uh, they look really good. There's some photos floating around of those. There was a tent, and we had um, um, some really well-done uh, photos, posters kind of uh, on display that Dave Kinder did. Uh, he was a banner guy from Todd Stock. He oh, did the they banner. had really big panoramic shots of, like, looking at the house from the tent. Mm-hmm. Area yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And we had the yeah we had the banner there from the thing. So um, here's here's the deal on the photos. <laughs> uh, yeah. Apparently there's been a technical glitch. That's why they're not up yet. So there's good news and bad news. Bad news is there's apparently some issues with some of the photos. The good news is. Some other people took, like Chuck Madden took a bunch. So what we're going to have to do is figure out which ones are unsalvageable and see if we have them from somebody else. So that's going to take a while. And um, so don't it's a very unfortunate situation. Digital Dave. What's that? I said, so don't flame Digital Dave. He feels bad enough as it is. Yeah. Um, it, it's... I don't, I don't even know. There's, there's nothing we can really say. There's nothing we can do at this point except try to salvage it. And, um, uh, you know, I'm going to get involved and try to see what we can do. And uh, it just was totally unexpected. And that's what the delay is. So we'll see what we can do. That's all I can do. I see, I see uh, that Joan is asking which photos. Joan, we're talking about the, the uh, staged photos with Todd and Michelle at the Todd Stock movie after party so if you happen to catch some people's photos we might use you for those 
That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So there'll be there's a lot. I know, like Chuck, for example, took at least forty. I think. Mm-hmm. So there, I think we can probably get everybody a photo or get close to it, and um, you know, the ones that we can't, there may be a couple that are you know not perfectly in focus or whatever, but you can see what it is. Uh, I mean, I can't say any more about it because I, I haven't got the the disc. It's on the way. So I can review the situation and then start trying to figure out what we're going to do. And, um, I, yeah, I could say Digital Day is very heartbroken about the whole situation. But it is what it is. And be patient. That's all I can say. Patience is a virtue. But, yeah, John Savali says he has some too. That's the deal. If you have photos of people up there, please email me. Because what I want to try to do is find one for everybody. If we have some that aren't acceptable, you know, or aren't great, we'll find somebody else that took one that is. So email me at Doug at RunganRadio.com. We will figure this thing out. We're going to make it happen. Right. Right, Cruiser Mail. Right. They might be from a, you know, slightly different angle, but... uh... You know, I know these people were, they really wanted their picture taken with Todd. Some of these were people's first pictures they've ever had taken. And um, so it is a little heartbreaking. But we're going to see if we can make it right, okay? Yeah, we may, we may have we may have everybody. I don't know. But, John, um, just send me an email. Tell me you have them. Don't send them to me yet. I need to see what, um, you know, which ones I need. You know, I, I'm just, I don't have grasp on it yet. I wasn't, um, you know, in charge of that. But I'm going to get involved now for obvious reasons, and mainly because, you know, I know most of the people there, and I can figure out, um, you know, who did what, and who, who's missing, and all that kind of thing. <laughs> MJ, MJ, lighten up. Corner. It was it was supposed to be a professional photographer. Why it wasn't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I just, you know, I'm at a loss for words. It's you know, it's very frustrating, but. Again, y'all can start quoting me on this all the time. It is what it is. There were plenty. I mean, right. and then that that really long line of people getting everything they've ever owned signed by Todd, and people were taking pictures while he was signing. So there there are plenty of photos of people out there with Todd now. We'll get it worked out. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. I mean, I don't really know the extent of it. I mean, um. Yeah, it may not be as bad as we think. Give me some time. That's all I'm telling. Right. And uh, Mingo, Chuck did take photos. So right. He, does he, he wasn't in the first half of the party. He he was he didn't have his camera the first half of the party. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, okay. Enough of that. Lois, <laughs> <laughs> if that was my only Todd and me pick, I'd be devastated. Well, it ain't. <laughs> oh, lucky you, Lois. I think you're in luck. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're fine in that department. All right, let's go back to the Todd Healy tour. Five one two, you're with us. Hey, let's wreck shop on Lois. She needs to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you guys? If that's the only mistake that got made, you know, you can pat yourselves on the back. It was perfect. March ninth, two thousand ten. We heard about this. I think I broke into tears on the radio. Yeah, seemed like it was going to take forever and then now it's gone and uh, you know 
um, I can't even begin to to break it all down. It was just I didn't get any pictures with Todd and Michelle that night because I was just walking around in a daze. I mean, the movie, the people. Um, I got to say that the light in both of the parties was very nice. It was a little bit like a surgery theater the first year for the rock, uh, for the Rundgren Radio Party in Akron. Um, and this year, i got to say that the lighting and the attitude, the mode, the decoration of the Rundgren Radio Party was fantastic in Akron. But it was also quite beautiful in Muskegon for the people who didn't get to be there, that the attention to detail was incredible. Um, like I said, I didn't try to get a picture with, with Todd and Michelle because I was really excited to see the people there. And... Um, I danced, and Mindy and I were talking about this today. I have never had the honor of dancing to Todd's music 20 feet from Todd. And the two, <laughs> songs, the two songs that stand out in my mind are Waiting Game and um, You Cried Wolf. So thank you, Lois, for asking for You Cried Wolf. She asked the DJ to play that. And, mm-hmm. uh, man, I just couldn't stop dancing. I was so happy. I was so in my element. So thank you, guys. Well, good. I'm glad you had a great time. It was fun, too. Todd came in, for those who weren't there, uh, David set a tent up, and Todd just decided he was going to go right in that tent with Michelle, and they sat in there. A couple of people joined him, you know, and they hung out there for a while and, you know, got his drink on for a while, and then we proceeded with the photos. And if you were there, you know, don't be mad at me. The instructions were to get it done quick. And, of course, some people I had to tell them to keep moving. They wanted to socialize. But, you know, there were probably, I don't know, 50 to 100 people you know, trying to get knocked out so then Todd, you know, could do something else, which turned out to be autographs. I thought it was going to be more of him socializing, but apparently, you know, people want to have stuff signed, and he was generous enough to do it, so. Doug, um, I kept thinking you and I were kind of like that mean elf in A Christmas Story that yeah, rushes kids exactly past right. him. <laughs> I wanted to exactly keep what on the, like. down the slide. You'll get your eye out. Don't do that. Get down. Yeah, yeah, like um, putting your tongue on the ice sculpture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a couple girls. Not that anybody did that, of course. <clears throat> you did. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. drink. I mean, J- uh, James of Bartle and St. James fame, he bought me one cranberry vodka. It wasn't enough to have my tongue out of my mouth like a red carpet. However, uh, I was having the time of my life. I never thought I would hear healing like that. I really thought it was going to just, I really thought it was going to send me into the zone. And, and it did in Muskegon, I have to confess. I was in downward dog position on the nasty carpet, weeping my face off. But every other night, I just, man, it just was so uplifting. Um, I was terrified they were going to do in and out of the chakras we go. Uh, I know Mel and I talked about it, and we had to have a little, you know, come to Allah about it. Like they better not, they better not try to do that. <laughs> what did we say, Mel? That it was going to be the bathroom. It's going to be the bathroom. Well, you know, that's interesting because, and this is just my opinion, I have never liked that King Kong Reggae song. I just don't get it. I think it's sort of silly. But I forced myself to watch. I I did actually skip out during Akron and Muskegon, did not watch it. But from then on, I forced myself to watch it. It's ended up being one of my favorite songs. I loved watching him play the the gorilla. Well, Uh. it's just... It's da 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 the 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 drums the 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 chanting. I, I never cared about the Todd album. I know I'm going to get my tires slashed for that, but you you guys know I was you know nonplussed. The, the Todd album never grabbed me. I think it's basically one decent album in a double album set, and 
Um, I, I'm sold now. I've come home and listened to it four times. So, you know, there you go. There you have it. I'm, I'm a loser. I'm just a late bloomer, mm-hmm. that's all. Me too. Yeah, somebody's saying Golden Goose was getting another drink song. I, I thought Golden Goose was done very well and I, very fun to watch Todd. I oh, yeah. even came around to, to Golden Goose. I really did. Yeah. I mean, I, my mom loves that song. And just like when you have a baby and it's Christmas and you get to experience Christmas all over again, having my mom at Akron, she was just having the time of her life. She, You know, her best her best comparison is to compare Todd to Elvis Presley. So, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, she said, oh, he's he's a showman just like Elvis. So take that as you will, you know. Yeah. Well, they're talking about the chakras part. You know, that's a computer-generated song, from what I understand. I mean, how do you really do that live anyway? It would be like Dogfight Giggle to me. It was, it's, you know, they could have done a video or something of it. I don't really see. I'm glad they did it the way they did personally, but I know some people said they want to see it, but they wouldn't have got to see much because there's nothing to it. It's not well, like you're going to sit most, there and jam on a guitar. One of the most beautiful um, things that happened, I think, for the people who were on the bus, was when we got a, a text from Patrick um, Patrick Andrews, and he said that he had spoken to Michelle, and Michelle was telling telling him that he um, that Todd was listening behind the curtain to see how many times the uh, Sons of 1984 choruses went on. And, uh, <laughs> and that he had a big cool. smile on his face. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then people started counting them, um, you know, counting how many times you could keep it rolling. I have to say Morristown won. It was just it was mind blowing for me, and we watched it here in the living room. Uh, that was a real bonding experience too. I left after indie, but I feel like the tour really didn't end for me until you guys all came off the tour, and I've not felt that way in the past. Um, I really felt connected. It was terrific. So, I thought the um, Todd album that that each night had there were issues with each one except. And there probably was something, but St. Louis was as, as close as they got, I thought, to hitting it, you know, perfect. Healing, though, other than a couple of missed lyrics, was just, you know, seemed to be, the sound seemed to be perfect. Um, the look, the the music, it just really was phenomenal every single show, I thought. The Todd album's more complicated, and that's probably why it is. And, of course, Todd tried to play piano, you know, it was give or take, depending on what night it was. But in St. Louis, he seemed to nail it really well. I thought they did a good job with that album that night. That's why I, that was my favorite show, because I really liked seeing it done, you know, super well. I um, I didn't like it when Todd messed the words up on Akron. And a couple other times he got them a little bit messed up. I, I rarely fault him. But um, I think he knew how much it meant to us that he get them right. And I think we're, you know, you can forgive things for emotion, but the arc of, of the songs, healings, Healing Part 1, 2, and 3, it's really important. And uh, in Muskegon, I'm telling you, I don't care what anybody says. It just, everything everything just clicked for me. I loved St. Louis. I thought that the venue in Indianapolis, what was really fun for us was that we got modern venues and we got kind of classic venues. And and um, mm-hmm. boy, that that venue in, in Indy was amazing. Um, it reminded me of E.J. Thomas venue in Akron, and it reminded me of the Bass Concert Hall in Austin, which are my only other points of reference. But um, man, you know, at one point Todd ripped off these those two amazing solos in Number One Lowest Common Denominator in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to name check Dennis Fillick here because he was in my row. Actually, I was sitting in his lap for a lot of the time because I was snuck into the second row so we could dance. And um, they were nice there in Indy. They didn't kick us out. But anyway. Um, Todd got done with the second solo, and Dennis just leaned forward, and, and just in total joy, he said, is there anything Todd Rundgren can't do? 
And mm-hmm. I remembered when Michelle was staying here in Austin last October, you know, I, I heard a lot of the typical husband-wife, I heard her end of the husband-wife conversations when we were driving around. And uh, I reminded Dennis that Ted has, that Todd has a hard time um, registering his vehicle with the um, DMV. He, he has some <laughs> things that he cannot do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, as a wife, you know, if you want to lead guitarist for a husband, you gotta you got to register the vehicles and renew <laughs> the insurance and pay the taxes and, you know. But he can go ahead and just keep on soloing like that. What a guy. Damn, he plays a guy. good guitar. What Bye. a guy, that Ted Nugent, I tell you. That Ted Nugent, Jesus, we love that Michael Bolton. All right, guys, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for making, again, I've said it before, my middle age has been, you know, where, you know, it can only just, it just gets better and better. So uh, I love you guys. Love you, too. Talk Much to you. love, Pip. What? Thanks for checking in. Yeah, I just sir. got to go to some shows. It was awesome. I know. Until next thank time. You, Yes, soon, I hope. Bye. Bye. Uh, All right, maybe Vegas. Yep. Hello? Still here. Hey. Yeah. I like the venues we did. They were all different from each other. Yeah. Very, very different. She's right. That one in Indianapolis was very, um, uh, very sleek and modern and kind of concrete i don't that doesn't sound right but industrial looking i guess yeah i was a little concerned about the crowd what it might look like in a big place in indy but it looked good um and that was just a really nice uh, venue and the lighting was fantastic for that show and the stage was nice and big it was it ended up being a good thing it worked out Yep. Very yep. So, yeah. Uh, oops. What? Do you have a switchboard? Because I don't. Yep. I got somebody. One more caller, looks like. Um, let's see if I can unmute them. Uh, this thing's driving me crazy. Let's see. He mute me. There we are. You're I'm with unmuted. us. Unmuted. You're unmuted. Doug Malazad, how are you? What's up, big door? Why are you calling me from a private uh-huh. line? What's that? You too good? Why are you calling me for a private line? Uh, I, I, you know, why it's it's a leftover from the soon to be X. Sorry, I haven't changed that. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, I I will add my voice to the chorus of uh, gratitude uh, for you guys for what you did. Um, You know, I've been seeing Todd shows for 30 years, uh, right there on the top of the list. You know, along with Nearly Human, which has got a special place in my heart. Um, yeah, goodbye, still now. So, uh, but no, I mean, I, and I mean that in like you know that that has a special place in my heart, and and these shows, sure. you know, top that in this tour was uh, was you know right on timing for me, and and uh, it, it, it was amazing. It was amazing trip. It was amazing, um, you know, the way everybody just came together, and just the love in all the rooms in the hotel, not the hotel rooms, I mean the rooms, the venue rooms, uh, and just all of us being together for, for the week and a half or whatever it was, and it was incredible. And especially, you know, the premiere um, was just, you know, just so unbelievable. Uh, it will be a night that I will never, ever forget uh, for the rest of my life. And, and um, I really appreciate you guys pulling that all off and, and doing that. And um and I, you know, I've gotten a lot of really great feedback about the movie. Um, and uh, you know, my highest goal for myself as, as editing it was, you know, to get the people who weren't unable to actually be in Kauai, 
uh, to feel like they were, and, and I've gotten a lot of emails from people who, who weren't there and that have seen the movie now and, and, and got a sense um, that it was that they were there, and, and that's you know that that's really touching to me, and, and um, that I was able to convey that. So uh, it was it was awesome. It was really great, and um, you know, uh, you know, yeah. as, as it's the only as, show we had. It's the only event we did that sold out. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> well, yeah, well, let's do it again. again. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we can get another photographer, and people can, you know, throw another party, and people can, like, you know, make sure that they get their pictures taken with Todd, and then we'll 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 search everybody in the room for ten, so like no one can, like, you know, just line up forever and, and have Todd, like, you know, sign his hand off or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, that was actually pretty cool with Todd to do that, and just sit there and do all of that stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was magical. It really was. It was uh, it was exactly what what I needed in my life at that time, and and um, you know. Well, you looked me. very Hollywood in your Rachel Culp outfit. It was awesome for that yeah. night. Perfect. Yeah, Rachel did an amazing job. You know, it was uh, the, the actually the week after like the shit hit the fan. Um, Michelle, you know, helped me together that week, and we actually went shopping for fabric, and as well as the uh, the stuff that they used to uh, make uh, the Todd's collar hold up. We went to a craft store here in L.A. To, to get whatever they used to, like, you know, for um, when Todd first came out for, for the Todd album. Um, and uh, we just went and bought, like, tons and tons of fabric. And actually, Rachel used very little of it. She used all the stuff that she had there. But it, it was beautiful. And I hadn't seen it, really. I got a, She sent me a couple of photos. Uh, but I hadn't seen it until I picked it up uh, from her in, uh, in Akron. Uh, she brought it with her uh, with the rest of the costumes and that. Uh, at the Akron show, and I picked it up from her there, and it was like very cool, and and um, you know it was it was all great, man. I mean, I couldn't have asked for uh, for too much more out of it all, and stuff like that. And Marianne, who gave me the uh, Academy Award, that was really really sweet of her. Um, I, I've got it sitting in in uh, on my credenza at work, you know, right next to my Todd bobblehead. And uh, oh, I wish I'd seen that. I missed that. I'll have to take a picture of it and I'll post it. But uh, that that was really a, a fun surprise, and, and I really appreciated it. Um, and it was all really cool, man. It was really, really healing and uh, for me. And, uh, you know, if, and since people have been talking about which shows are, you know, w- their perception of what was best, I think Morristown edged out um, St. Louis by just a little bit. I, I think whoever made the comment earlier that the band was a little bit more relaxed that night because it was the last show uh, and just let it all hang out and stuff like that, I think it put it over the top. And the crowd was just absolutely freaking going bonkers. Um, uh, during that show, and I actually was sitting, uh, a friend of mine from college, who I haven't seen in 20 years or so, was coming to the show, and just coincidentally, we were sitting right next to each other, Um, (laughs) so that was just amazing, and to to be able to spend time with Adam, and uh, and see the show with him, and um, it was, uh, you know, that Morristown show will be be very, very special uh, for me for for a couple of reasons, and... and, um, yeah, it was great. It was it was really amazing. I mean, I, I got you know, it really was for the whole, for not only for the music and the performance and the shows, but the people and the camaraderie and all of us being together for so long and, and just having a great time. It, it really ranks up there with, with one of the best tours I've ever been on, and uh, it, it was a pleasure and it was an honor, and, and I really appreciate what you guys did to like put it all together. Well, Ed, and, uh, yeah. Ed, we've only got a couple of minutes left, and nobody has mentioned the Roy Firestone interview, and you were there. What's your take on it? Did you like it? I did like it. I thought it was really cool. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the 
the stuff that he showed from the video at the beginning, I was sitting there going, oh, God, I could have edited that better. But uh, other than that, no, I think it was great. I think Roy really, like, hit on a lot of things. It was stuff that, you know, I didn't know. Um, and not that I know everything, of course, but um, there was stuff that I thought I knew that I was educated on. Um, and uh, the fact that he was able to really draw Todd out, um, you know, emotionally. I mean, you could see it on his face. I was sitting in, like, the second or third row, and you could just read it on Todd's face at points, um, the emotion that was welling up in, within him that you don't – I've never seen, and um, I, I doubt, you know, many people outside of probably Michelle uh, or his kids have, um, was incredible. And the fact that he sat there for three hours – Three hours um, oh. was was nuts. I mean, I, I could not believe it when Roy said we've been here for three hours. And he, um, you know, Todd is. I noticed Todd is quite a fidgeter, but I would have thought that he would have actually put the brakes on some of that and said, you know, we've been sitting here too long. Let's all go party somewhere. But I think he was enjoying the interview as much as we were. I, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, it was. Probably, you know, one of the best interviews he's ever given, and um, and he definitely was enjoying it, and I think he was enjoying the vibe in the room uh, because he had us all glued and stuff like that. I, not that I guess that's new to him, but um, and it was yeah, it, it was great, and Roy did an amazing job, and uh, you know, it was a real pleasure to meet Roy. It was really interesting because my brother's really good friend out here in Los Angeles happens to be dating Roy now. And it was just like, so there was this like weird connection going on. And, and Roy and I talked about a bunch of stuff and things like that. And I gave him a copy of the movie uh, to take back to LA. So I'm going to call him next week and see, you know, if he's got any ideas about things we can potentially do with it um, and stuff like that. And um yeah, it was it was it was great. I mean, it really was a great uh, a little extra treat. And you know, that's one thing that people like you know always seem to forget. You know about what you guys do. You don't have to do any of that stuff as promoters. You don't have to throw that giant one man radio bash. You didn't have to do the premiere. You didn't have to do the Roy Firestone interview. You know, it, it's it's on certain levels it's a business thing, and I get it. And you guys go out of your way to do that, and so I'm taking it back when people are like, you know, whatever, upset about this, that, or the other thing, and stuff like that. It's like, well, wait a minute, guys. Look at all the extras that these guys are putting together for all of us to make this not just a concert but a week-and-a-half-long event um, or whatever time people can jump on the road and jump off and stuff like that. And it's incredible, and, it's, you, know, and you guys are, are doing an amazing thing, and um, – you know, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how you can top this one next year. Oh boy! <laughs> you guys oh, keep la- you guys keep raising that bar up, and I don't know what the hell you're gonna do. Well, it's kind of like like uh, Todd said at New Year's a couple of years ago when he said, "Is this a concert? No, <laughs> it's yeah, a party." Right. It is a party, and uh, you know you're gonna have to like I don't know I don't know get Peter Gabriel to like you know do duets on stage with him or something like that I don't know Some, something crazy. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, listen, I'll let you guys wrap up the show. I just wanted to say hello to everybody um, and to you guys, and thank you very much again. And uh, I'm getting for Clint, so I'm gonna get off the phone. All right. Buddy. We love you, Ed. All right. Still I'll talk out, to you guys okay? Soon. All right. Aloha. Aloha. Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. I'm trying. Is it because now. I'm signed in as host? No, I was trying to add another episode, but it's not letting me. Okay, hold on. Here it goes. Trust me. Doug's going to see if he can stretch our 
on air time here. Yeah. So Every wants an egg from the gold. How many eggs do you think that golden goose actually has? Hmm. See if I make it on time. Sorry, everybody. I'm kind of, we got several callers, so what I'm thinking is we start up another show here for, I know it's already been two hours, but, you know, people want to talk. What the hell? Why not? So if I can get one set up for 9.30, 10.30 Eastern, I'm about to find out if that's going to happen or not. And if it does, we'll, we'll continue. Reboot. We'll do a couple more and, you know, see what happens. I don't think it's going to make it. Come on. Do it. I'll second time required. Let me take the time. It's not going to happen. All right, so anyway, we'll just keep talking to people in the uh, archives. You'll have to come back and take a listen. You'll want to do that because um, we're going to play at the end some of the crowd doing Sons of 1984. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I see MJ is asking if Todd mixed martinis during the Firestone interview. Um, there was a, a shaker already full when he came to sit down. I assume he had mixed it himself. And uh, he did drink all out of that shaker, but he didn't. I didn't see him add any new vodka. Did you? No. No. All right, I didn't make it down. So we're in the archives now. Let's um, take. We have three callers. Let's take them. Let's show. Keep going as long as we can, and then we'll wrap it up. People can listen to the archives. Okay. All right, six oh nine. You're with us. Hey, Doug and Chris Mel, it's Bill Campbell. How you doing? Good. How you doing, man? Good. It's nice to meet you guys. Um, you have to forgive my voice. I'm suffering from an asthma attack, but um, <laughs> it was good to uh, to meet you at the um, the interview and also uh, I was at the Keswick and then after the Keswick at the uh, place called Monks in Philadelphia. Um, and then I took you guys back in my car, which then overheated. Remember that's Thank you. Yeah. You're grassy, right? That's yeah. me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Merch boy one night. Yeah. <laughs> two, two. Two. Two nights. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Morristown and, and uh Glenta. Yeah, it was a lot of fun doing that because uh it's neat to see a lot of behind the scenes things and um you know, get to kind of experience a show in kind of behind the scenes atmosphere, which I'd never done before, at least not on that scale. And um Michelle, who I'd never met before, that was the person I dealt with almost exclusively. Wow. And um <laughs> as everybody knows what a sweetheart. I mean she was just fabulous to work with. Mm-hmm. And um How did you get involved yeah. doing merch? Uh if I can oh, ask. it's a secret, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody anybody's stealing my ideas. Um, persistence, ah, okay. basically. And I had I had tickets for those two shows, and um, uh, contacted Michelle and talked about a few things, and um, and that's pretty much how it happened. Uh, a lot of people were annoyed, particularly at the last show in Morristown, because there was nothing left in terms of men's shirts. So. We had a sign up saying, you know, go to Topstock, and people have been saying, well, we went there and nothing's been updated. I said, well, I'm reliably informed that it will be tonight, and indeed it was that night. The only thing I don't see on there are the um, the necklaces. 
which uh, oh. there were a lot of necklaces of various album covers. And um, by the last show, I think there were only maybe four nearly human something, anything back to the bars. Forget what else. But um, I'm hoping they'll turn up because they were really cool. Oh, I'm wearing two of them right now. One of Todd. And are you? Thing. I'm, I was lucky, and I got those early. Yeah. So. I got, yeah, I got both of the healing ones, the one that's the new logo on the new shirt and then the one of the actual album cover. And uh, what would you guys say did you feel was the strongest performance, if you can sort of pinpoint that? For me, it was St. Louis. I've said that many, many times. I think St. Louis, they got the Todd album right. The sound was great. The crowd was energized. Um, and the healing, you know, was, was, yeah. I mean, healing to me was equal at all five, all six shows. Todd album to me was different um, at each show, and I thought St. Louis was the strongest. And Todd's voice was great. It was a good show. I liked all the shows, don't get me wrong, but that one to me was just the best. I, I actually really liked the Morristown show, but that may just be my sentimental the last night kind of thing. But yeah, it was I will a great put, show. I will put St. Louis above Morristown um, just on the fact that The Fix was there, and they're one of my all-time favorites, and so I really, really enjoyed their set. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love their album Phantoms. Remember that one from, I think, 83? Which one? Yeah. yeah. Phantoms. Phantoms, yeah. How are we ourselves? Yeah, that's a great album. Um, it was interesting because, uh, and I know you've mentioned this, Doug, a few times on the uh, forums, just how obnoxious people are. I mean, you know, particularly at the, at the pay-per-view show, it seemed like everybody just wanted their voice to be heard yeah. on the audio oh. course. I mean, it's just so goddamn annoying. And, and it's selfish and it's obnoxious, and there seems to be no care for anyone else around them. And I don't even think it was booze necessarily in those instances. It was just an obnoxious desire to be heard. Or at, they just cost everyone else people. around them. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. a simple rule. Uh, it's people, it, it, and it's, I don't think there's any way to redeem it. I, I think it's over. The society has just changed so much. But if you just ask yourself before you do something at a concert, what if everybody did exactly what I'm about to do? then you probably wouldn't do half the things you do. If everybody had to hold their damn arm up to take a picture, you know, or everybody had to say something to their neighbor at the same time, how obnoxious would it be? And, you know, we had, we had several, you know, loose cannons at some of these shows. It, it, was, it was a rough, rough part of the tour. And people have just become inconsiderate of others. I cannot believe people talk during the healing uh, parts one, two, and three and stuff. It's... Um, I can't believe and, people pay these prices just to go talk. Why don't they stay home to talk? Yeah, no, that's right. Sometimes these things become social events for these people rather than yeah. experiences. You know, I mean, it's like I get that at some concerts. I get that outdoors, maybe, or a rock concert. Sometimes, maybe, it's a little different. But these were theatrical productions. I mean, they were, and it was meditative music. And you had people, you know, hooping and hollering and acting like it was a damn football game in some cases and trying to drive the attention towards them or trying to get Todd's attention, you know, during a song by yelling his name or telling him he's singing well or whatever. It's, I don't know. I was, we, uh, love, we love you, Todd is God, all that crap. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's fine in, in, in between songs. I don't care what you say. But, you know, if he's in the middle of singing... 
it's just, just not appropriate. But there was a lot of that going on, no question about it, but that's a whole other show. I could talk about that for days. All I can say is if you're listening to this show and and you are a person that considers yourself a considerate person and like to follow the golden rule, think about what you're doing at shows and think about if everybody did it, what would be the impact? And that will answer the question of whether or not you're doing the right thing. And it's just that simple. Simple philosophy. That's too, log- too logical a thought. <laughs> but one I obviously agree with. You know, and and the number of people taking photos was just, there was like a Some queue nonsense. of people lined up to the, uh, you know, if you were looking at the stage on the left-hand side of uh, the Morristown show. It's like, I mean, Christ almighty, how many photos do you have to take? Well, you know? I mean, luckily, well, luckily they weren't blocking our view, but at the same yeah. time, it was distracting, you know? Well, there's some that are on the side that are that are have photo passes and they're, you know, they're taking them for professional purposes for Todd and whatnot. And the ones that that really drive me crazy are the ones who have crappy cameras that aren't going to take good pictures anyway. When you can go online and find tons of professional, beautiful photos, and you get most of them for free. I mean, why do yep. you have to take a photo with your iPhone? Maybe one to send to somebody, but do you really need twenty? It's not going to be that good, you know. We got guys taking great photos. It's it's uh but again that's a whole other show and I got two other callers but um I appreciate you calling Bill it was good meeting you and calling again sometime we got more time. How are you guys? Change okay. the world, man. Change it. Change our corner of it anyway. All right, man. Cool. Um, we got Grady and we got one more call after that. If I can get to it, let's see if I can make this work. Hold on, Grady. I'm trying. I'm trying. Grady, you're with us. Hey. I just wanted to call in and tell you that uh, this is the finest Todd year I had, and it was all packed into like 10 days. <laughs> you, you, you guys just, you know, uh, um, the Todd world really does not realize how much you all have done to bring us all together and, and to give us some experiences that just never were going to happen if you hadn't stepped up to the plate and said, you know, I can do this in an organized fashion. I can put this together and I can cover all the bases. Um, I have a friend who I brought to a couple of the shows that that's blown away by the organization and, and the attention to detail that, that you and Mel have brought to this thing. And uh, kudos to you both. Um, also, when Ed was on just now, um, I was thinking, I, I don't know if Bill Chapman called in earlier, but if the four of you guys had been on the air at the same time, right there is the focal point of just uh, all the major stuff that's happened lately. I mean, that that movie was just phenomenal. Just, I mean, anybody who was at Todd Stock knows what it was like, and and that film completely captures it in a way that people who weren't there can really revel in it as if they had been there. Yeah, I agree. It's a great movie. I mean, it was. It's uh, they did a phenomenal job. It's just the whole thing. I mean, you look at this, and I mean, I do think there we get a lot of thank yous. So I'm, I don't think people don't appreciate what we're doing, and, and we appreciate them participating, or we couldn't do it. And and but you have all these fans doing these different things, and not everybody has to be a chief, you know. I mean, not everybody has to do something, but if there is something that needs to be done, people get it done. I mean, Todd Stock's sure. a great example. The tents, I mean, the uh, tiki bars, the stage, all fan driven. You know, these tours, the Todd Stock movie. I mean, uh, you know, these things Bricker did. 
these these tabletop displays. I mean, and even stuff that's not necessarily uh, a project, but just seeing something like Kathy Lee B coming to this party with this phenomenal dress with the Todd face, awesome? Todd out airbrushed on this wedding dress. Was just, I mean, it's just, where else are you going to get this kind of stuff? And EJ had this outfit and Steve that looked like the Tom Hills video. I mean, just creative and cool people, the Ustream, the people that set up the party, you know, you doing the sound for Chasm. I mean, it's just fans doing stuff, making it happen. Love it. It's a great We really community. do have a great community, and, and, and I still say, though, that you and Mel have provided a, a focal point that allows all of that energy to, to create almost a white heat when you compare it with, with the fan communities of other artists that have a lot more fans, but they're a lot less involved. Yeah, it's not much of a, 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 a community thing with us. They're too big or they just don't have it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But it's been... Um, yeah, it's been a hell of a year. That was a hell of a uh, two weeks. Loved those shows, man. I thought that they just, um, I mean, the music coming to life was just a wonderful experience, just like last year, you know? Different, yeah. though. But, well, I don't well, know when, if come down yet. I'm pretty sure I'm still floating. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, listening to the conversation with the last caller, and um uh, it, it, it wasn't so much the, the occasional shouting and the talking and stuff like that that got me. The thing that, that really bothered me, I think, more than anything else was was people who who didn't know the music and know that healing part one, two, and three is really a suite with three parts. And, and you don't need to applaud in the middle. You need to just sit there. <laughs> and let it flow over you, you know? I mean, I come from a classical music background. My my uh, mother uh, had had pipe organ in uh, in college and and I used to go to those kinds of things and and uh you know, you don't clap at those kinds of things until other people start clapping who know what they're doing. Uh, and and right. <laughs> people weren't doing that at, at at healing. They were just saying, "Oh, I've I've just got to let them know how much I love it right now." <laughs> yeah, different experience for different people, I guess. But you know the uh, and I thought the, the um, you know part three still interests me how it turned into a um, and I was happy. I thought it was fun. You know, it turned into a clapping revival rock show kind of thing, which oh, I was, yeah. it was totally unexpected. You know, it really sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, yeah, there's just uh, I don't know if we can change the audiences, and it's um, it's uh, I just we can try, you know, we can just tell people to be considerate of others. That's the main thing. Well, you I mean, know, that, Doug, that was, actually, actually, you know, um, the venues were supposed to say something before the shows. Yeah, they do, but nobody falls on deaf ears. It's like listening to. You know, a stewardess go over how to fasten your seatbelt and stuff. You're not listening. <laughs> well, no, what I found interesting, although I don't know, because you and I were actually being interviewed on the pay-per-view, but at the Keswick, which was had the worst audience people yelling, I think they were making an announcement. <laughs> they had signs up, too. But it just depends on the crowd and, and the city and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, it, it, it didn't. Totally run the shows. That's the good thing. We still got to hear the music. We'll get a great pay per view without all that mess in it. Hopefully, one day a DVD is what I meant, and um, you know we'll remember the good oh. parts of the show. Yeah, and I hope it has that that entire Firestone interview on there because what little bit That's I got great. 
Nikki on the pay-per-view really came out great. It looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. All right, guys. I'm well, I'm going to get off the phone let the next person get on, but thank you very much for making my whole summer. I mean, well, it was great seeing you, you again, of course, as always. <laughs> All right. All right. Nice. All right. So we got one more that's been holding tight for this for a long time. But uh, let's see if I can make this work. What do we got? 215. Hey, Mel and Doug. Hey, hey Karen. I just want to say Man, thank you patient. so, so, so much. I was patient in the hospital too, Doug, but I didn't yell at you for that. Because <laughs> I got my armband on. I'm going to get healed sooner or later. Although it's rearing its ugly head right now. I guess I overdid it, but that's okay. It was well worth it. I'm just telling you, I keep getting people that I don't even know sending me messages on Facebook. Man, you got some major airplay in that pay-per-view. I said I wasn't even paying attention to any of that. I heard they got me kissing you on that, too. What? So I, yep. Um, in, when I, well, I got the photo of it anyway. That that I had it as my profile picture for a bit, but I don't want to piss you off, you know. No, I know you can only take but so much of me, and that's okay. That's okay, you know. <laughs> You did me a solid, yep. and I appreciate it, and, uh, you know, this, this will go down in history in my books. I'm still trying to blow out all the bad pictures and get the good ones uploaded, you know, and it's taken me a while, but i got to keep my foot up now because now it's all swollen and angry and red and getting pissed mm-hmm. off because I did too much, but that's okay, you know. Well, just well remember, I made it to Akron, baby. I made it to Akron. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, he belongs here once in a while. Now yeah. we've got to get him to play the zoo on a Billy day that's right. not sickening hot. Yeah, Billy you know what? Right. You should have reminded me about Little Pete's because I know one of the owners. Did you go to 23rd Street? Uh, 17th and Locust is where the hotel is, right across the street from that. Oh, okay, because there used to be one at 19th and Chestnut, on Chestnut, right across from my aunt. And we used to eat there at least once a week. And I knew one of the owners, his name's Chris, but then they moved that one to 23rd Street. And I thought, well, I wonder if they went to 23rd Street. But I didn't drive myself, so, you know, I had to get stuck eating at Tiffany's Diner, which sucked. But, you know, we were hungry and it was open. <laughs> we waited till we got up this way because the people that brought me came from Horsham. And, you know, they were the same people that drove me out to Akron, which, you know, made that a whole lot easier on me. Especially Did you like Akron was, better or Keswick? Um, Keswick, of course, I was in the front row. Akron, there was a lot of good, like, I got to meet people that I have been friends with online since, like, 2007, you know, and, and meet a lot of people that, you know, just, and there was a lot of people I didn't get to meet because it just, I couldn't keep up with everybody. It took me, like, forever just to get to, to the grilled cheese place in Akron because I'm walking on a sock. <laughs> then I come home and they give me a surgical shoe. Gee, thanks a lot, you know. But it was a lot easier to get around, and, you know, hey, I made it to the first show. I made it to the last show, and I made yeah. it to, to the Keswick, and, and that was cool. You know, like, that was right. my, I blew my load for the year, unless he comes back. <laughs> if he comes back, well, I might go see Prairie in October. The tubes are coming near me to New Hope. Okay. And I haven't seen right. them since, like, the late 70s. I think I saw them at the Tower with uh, Roxy Music, or at least Brian Ferry, anyway. So, All right, well, i got to wrap cool. up the show. We're running well, late. Thank you again. Go. It was sure, Karen, so you Peace out. All right, peace out. Karen, All right, Mel, I want to make sure we get to play this. Uh, yeah, I want to make sure we get to play this ending because we got a lot of people that are listening to the phone. This is good stuff. But um, anyway, we might have to continue this. I mean, we, you know, we had a lot of people that still probably want to talk, but 
Um, maybe we'll have a guest next week. Maybe we'll keep doing this. But uh, everybody's definitely excited. I think the tour was a success. Would you agree? Sure sounds like it to me. <laughs> All right. Check this out. We'll see you all next Tuesday. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. Yeah.